Friday, we are live. Monday All right. Night Live. Monday yeah. Night Live, seriously. <laughs> Happy Monday, everybody. So welcome back, Armand, first and foremost. How was the trip? No Great. comment. <laughs> oh, it was beautiful. Where'd you go? <laughs> we took a family trip to uh, Florida, South Beach, Miami. We'll get into that later. (laughs) 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 But uh, happy Monday, everybody. TGIM. Uh, It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Uh, I want to give a special thank you to our guest who's taking time out of his Monday to be with us, Mr. Patrick Lee Gibson with a P. Yes. Not Gibson. I had that problem my whole life. Did you really? Gibson. Gib? No. Gib. 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 Someone couldn't pronounce it. It'd be Jipe. I'm like, I don't, I don't jipe? look like a jipe, but Jipeson. DJ. Jesus no. Christ. Gibson. Yeah, G-I-P-S-O-N. That's so, it. Running for Congress against the infamous Adam Schiff. Uh, Schiff. Schiff, <laughs> sorry. Be respectful. Uh, sorry. Have some respect. Or your el- disabled elderly. Well, I, I turned the, the, the DS are on on this. So <laughs> the S's come out properly. So uh, running for Congress against Adam Schiff. Pencil uh, neck. Which which is funny. Uh, obviously, when we posted the the flyer, everybody was ta- reaching out to us saying, uh, you know, District 28 or District 30, District 28 or District 30. Can you shine some light on let's, that? Because yeah, let's sign, obviously there's a little bit up. of uh, confusion as far as what's going on here. So this... Uh, well, let me open my light app. All right, all right. <laughs> Literally shine. <laughs> this one came January 4th, 2022. This just did a... Google search. Okay. So Adam Schiff running for 30th district. So it goes, uh, let's see here. I think because they had the redistricting. And what the heck? I'm not even getting any. Oh, that's a little slow. Sorry. It's all good. Well, so, remember we yeah. talked about redistricting, why they yeah. do that. Well, they they restructure the district oh, there it goes. to get there it goes. more votes for specific for specific votes for themselves. They call that gerrymandering. Is that what it's called? Yeah, gerrymandering. So I don't know how Jerry has to be involved in that, but so is it District Thirty or is it District Twenty Eight? It is District Thirty, so that's the one that he's running for currently. So he was elected for Twenty Eight, but it has changed because of the redistricting. So uh, Twenty Eight was what um, Sherman. So he's he ran for that. So now because of California lost population because people moving out of here in droves. And so they lost a they lost a seat. But are we looking at the numbers coming back, coming into California as well? Yeah, they are. People and are still leaving. I feel like there's more traffic on the freeways now than there was before the pandemic. Because people are trying to drive before the gas prices go any higher, so they're <laughs> trying to make sure. That's they know, that's a good question because if they're still able to afford this gas, they're going to keep jacking up the prices. So. As, and then I mean, there's a lot. Of there's that. so many people from our office who have done over on their bets by the end of July. We're oh. like, well, what do you guys think? You think it'll pass seven fifty? I think so. You really think so? I think, so? I think we're no, gonna man. I think you're gonna see the yeah. nine. I think so. I think we're gonna so get close. End to of that. summer, you'll get to. Nine. Oh yeah, yeah, you're dude. Not, I had right. I had about I had about thirty miles left in my tank on Friday, and I and I went in there to fill up gas, and I was like, ah, it'll probably be a hundred bucks, hundred and twenty five dollars. Hundred and twenty five yeah. bucks. Well mine is stop paying for luxury. Close to two hundred now. Well, well PBD had posted the driving? other day. Ram. Oh truck, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> Twenty eight gallons. Jesus Christ. Yours is the same. LA. Well that that beast outside, yeah, yes. that was hundred and fifty bucks the other day. So yeah. 
And it's a gas guzzler. Yep. I try not to drive it See, hardly at all. The funny thing is with a lot of these bigger SUVs nowadays, they put that uh, that auto switch or auto kill on there where when you stop, it'll shut the engine off. Yeah. So you'll save gas and then you'll push. And then once you put your foot on the gas and then it'll shut, turn the car on and you can start driving. But I feel like it makes no difference. No, th- it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference no, at it, all. It's, um, you know, because Newsom's going to give us help us out with $400, you know. Oh, yeah. Stipend thing or something like that. So yeah. I think that's just, you know. Slap in the face. Ah, yeah, both sides. So, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Obviously, uh, background-wise, um, okay. We, where are you from originally? We'll start from the original, where I'm from. Um, born and raised here in uh, LA County, uh, Los Angeles, or San Fernando Valley, nice. uh, Granada Hills. So, uh, pretty much raised here my whole life. From uh, born in '72, so I've seen California. You know, pretty nice. You know, back in the days, everyone can go outside and play as we were kids and outside after dark, you know, and that was fine. No, we, no one thought, you know, for, I wouldn't let my kids out like that now. But when we were kids, it was like you came in, we got in trouble because we were hanging out too late, playing hide-and-go-seek or baseball or whatever on the on the street. But we didn't have the uh, she's the super high crime rates that we have now. And, you know, people taking kids and child sex trafficking, all of that stuff. We didn't really hear about that when we were kids, but now it's like rampant everywhere. So if your kid's missing or something happens, we know what happened to them. It's pretty much someone took advantage. And how did, how did the world get that much sicker in almost 50 years or so or 40 years? How did that happen? So, And that's I think that's fast. That's just a downfall. You don't think the spread of information and the media is another thing that gives you much more information today than you had in the 70s i mean you had to get the newspaper or yeah. watch the three news channels back then right? yeah the <laughs> channel two four seven and then all nine and came eleven out. came in they in came the out later yeah 90s, right? yeah you're right and i think it is information and a lot of people are coming out saying and doing things that they would have never done before um just look at the car chases majority oh. of those car chases are get ratings simply up. like ratings and yeah. the person gets they're 15 seconds or 15 minutes of fame. That's it. Well, look at all the news people, the so-called, um, I don't want to call them propaganda channels, whatever. That's what I pretty much call them. And what happens with them is they purposely are making news like this. And you've seen in Florida when it was uh, all the hurricanes were going through and all yeah. that stuff. And, you know, they're pretending like they're falling and that's windy. And then this guy's two dudes walk by. Like, what's wrong with you guys? Shorts, right? (laughs) You turn the TV on nowadays, you don't see anything positive. Right. I swear to God, like tonight, I want every single one of you guys that are watching to turn on to 10 o'clock news, 11 o'clock news. I don't care what, whether it's Fox, KTLA, KCAL 9. I don't care what it is. I promise you this. 95% of it is all negative. Every 20 minutes, there'll be one. Topic: A stray cat was adopted by an old couple. That's it. And then <laughs> yeah. twenty minutes of so and so was killed and <laughs> car accident, car accidents yeah. and hurricanes. Well, and tonight's topic will probably be Will Smith for every everybody. Oh, but boy, but yeah. that that alone, I mean, I don't even want to get into that. Let's so bring that up in a li- for well, like a few, <laughs> couple minutes. I mean, we'll bring it up later. We have in a the discussion show. of oh, right. uh, some people saying it was uh, scripted. Some people said it wasn't. I'm I think it was not scripted. I will t- we'll talk about that later on during the show. All right, all right, all right let me uh, I'll go finish with my uh, my origin origins. Yeah, it sounds so like an alien word or so something. So like you're <laughs> seven seventies. You're you're basically an, you're an eighties and nineties kid. Seventies, eighties, nineties. Yeah. Yeah. 
I grew up seventy two, so nineties. You were already in your twenties. Nineties, yeah, I was ninety one. I was eighteen, nineteen, yeah. and then uh, I graduated when I was eighteen because I got held back because I have a crazy dad. So my dad's crazy Irish, Native American, you know, you name it. He's American mutt. Oh, he. Yeah, so <laughs> I was. You took the words right out of my mouth. I'm like, yeah. oh, bro, you're a mutt. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I'm half Mexican for my mom. So and I'm you know Latino on that side. So. Uh, growing up with my mom's family, they had everything you could ever imagine. Tortillas, beans, rice, and that was like the, their stableness. Uh, mm. That was every day. Um, and then I don't know how my grandma continued to make tortillas day after day because I have a lot of cousins that would always come over and eat. You know, so you guys have your, you know, um, matnakash and all the other bread and uh, lavash. Um, so basically, my grandma would make her tortillas and she was, it was delicious. You know, so I, Sometimes I get in trouble for talking about tortillas and stuff, but that's, that's my upbringing. That's what I eat. Um, but I'll go from there. Uh, so my dad, my mom, so my dad's from Arkansas, so he's from there. And then uh, my mom was born in Kansas. So there are Mexicans in Kansas. They're, they're, they are there. That so. was my question. <laughs> <laughs> they're there. We're not in Kansas anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, pretty much, you know, Weto meets Mexican girls. Like, that was it, you know. So that was, me and my brother were born. Um, I'm an identical twin, so I have a clone, or I had a clone. He passed away about four years ago. Oh, man. So, eh, Sorry to hear yeah, that. I don't want to bring it down, but he's, you know, that was my best friend in the whole world. You know, So I know he sees me from up there, so I, I know I'm doing right. You know? So I can't really screw up too much because I got another guy up there, you know, giving me, help me out yeah. with prayers and stuff. So it's funny. The, the longer we've been, sp- the longer we're speaking and talking to you and listening to your voice, I'm hearing that Arkansas <laughs> accent come out slowly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. If I, if I Is it Arkansas or Arkansas? How do you, how do you say it? Arkansas? Well, That's mom's from Kansas. Dad's from see, Arkansas. See, there's so a connection. There's, there's yeah. a connection. But I, I'm, you know, I get that too. I was like, are you, are you from the South? Are you from, Mar- I'm, no, I'm born here in California, but I guess maybe the, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's, it's in there somewhere. Yeah. It's in there somewhere. Genetics. I guess maybe mom and dad's accent or how would you guys spoke at home? Cause uh, English, you know, yeah. English, English yeah. but obviously mom and dad have, I'm assuming a certain accent. Mom. No, no. She really she sounds like she's from here. You want to hear uh, what about uh, dad? I think he had, has a little bit of it. Yeah. Cause he grew up with that. So, cause like, you know, when, Irish yeah. words, malarkey, yeah. and you know, and all this stuff. That, I grew up with that on my dad's side. Because so yeah. I mean, yeah. us being immigrants, obviously, our parents speak. Obviously, they don't speak English at home. We speak Armenian at home. I but uh, yeah, exactly. But they're Armenian when, when they're English. When they speak English, obviously, they speak it with an accent and a dialect. And we we catch yeah. on to it. I mean, we we obviously make fun of it and stuff. But that's what my kids do to my wife all the time. <laughs> that's so mean. Man. <laughs> they are. They're just no. I'm kidding. They're good kids. And then, uh, so. Grew up here, parents from the South, and then mm-hmm. you went into law enforcement, right? Well, there's a story for that one. I never wanted to go into law enforcement. That was never in my cards, uh, in, as far as I, you know, in my mind. Um, grew up here uh, in, in San Fernando Valley, Silmar area. We were in a stretch at one time. I guess we were, we were pretty poor. We were, you know, dirt poor, not, didn't have much going on for us. My dad was a little bit unstable from alcoholism and addiction to drugs. So, you know, just like every other American family, right? You know, so that was uh, my upbringing was unstableness. So we survived. I actually survived. It was actually, you know, it, something to survive, but we did. So we became homeless because of that. So my dad, you know, would lose jobs and stuff like that because he couldn't hold on to them because he'd get money and go drink, and we wouldn't see him for, like, you know, a 
week at a time. So then when we actually did see him, he'd come back, and then we're like, okay, well. So that, that creates unstableness. So that's one of the platforms I'm running on is homelessness because we were homeless for a little while. So we lived in a uh, station wagon. I think it was a nomad station wagon. And we lived in a uh, campground over in uh, Bouquet Canyon up in Santa Clarita. Um, as a kid, I was like, wow, you know, this is great. We're going camping and it's school time, you know. <laughs> so yeah. I, I didn't, you know, didn't understand what my parents were really going through at that time. And they were going probably through hell and trying to figure out what are we going to do? How are we going to, you know, we can't camp out forever. Uh, so uh, family uh, of the school we were going to at the time, uh, she was actually a teacher's aide, uh, not even a teacher's aide, I'm sorry. She was just an aide, so you'd see her out in the yard and a Christian family. And they took us in. They asked us, do you need a place to stay? And, you know, they, my mom, my dad, I think my mom probably was more, yes, we do. You know, my dad was probably, uh, we could stay in the campground now. So we actually moved into their home, uh, me and my brothers. I have a younger brother uh, as well. So there's three of us. There's, you know, three brothers all together and two sisters. And then, you know, and... We were all small kids at the time, but, you know, it was still a station wagon is not going to take care of everything. And you have everything in there. Basically, your home, traveling with your home. Home on wheels, man. That's right. (laughs) And uh, so they brought us into their home, Christian family. And it was weird because I was like, there are certain words you couldn't say because we weren't Christians at the time. You know, not at all. We were just like some wild kids, you know, just like, okay, so it was actually beautiful that there are people out there like that. So they fostered us pretty much. And they brought us into their family until we can get on our feet, and we did. So if it wasn't for them, I I don't know, man. I'd probably be foster kid. I'd be dead somewhere in prison because that probably would have broke up our family or something like that. So when we needed that hand out to us, we were there. So with Homeless, uh, that's one of the platforms I'm running on. It, that's one of the things that you know, really you know gets to my heart because I know what people are going through. So people look at them out, out in Hollywood, and you see families and stuff like that, and and you're like, how did they get there? Well, th- that's how they get there. It's through unstableness. And it's a domino stuff. effect. It, it, it's completely. There's ingredients to homelessness. That's one of the things that I always say. If you have the right ingredients, you get you know certain things, right? And in and, and anything, you have success in life, there's ingredients that get you there. You know, discipline and you know doing the things that you're normally supposed to do, go to school or however you, you learn. So if you're learning a trade or anything, the right ingredients get you to what you need. Well, and that's the same that goes for the bad stuff too, drugs and um, crime, all that stuff. So if you have the right ingredients, you'll fall into that as well. So we fell into that. <coughs> and uh, so I grew up with that, knowing that. But it really didn't affect me because I, I never really, you know, understood what a normal family would go through, how they pretty much um, – how a normal family was able to, you know, have their kids go to school, do well in school. We we did the best we could, you know, so it wasn't anything that we were we were actually pretty smart kids. But uh, I think what we missed a lot of opportunities that um, probably would have been able to have if we were in a stable environment, stable family and stuff like that. So if I could have had, you know, if I would have had stableness like that, probably would have, you know, got a college, uh, college scholarship somewhere or something like that. But You'd be a different person, though. Yeah, though. I would. Yeah. I wouldn't be the same person I am today, so you're absolutely right. Now, let's go back to the homelessness, which is a topic really close <laughs> to you. You went through all this. Uh, homelessness in the 80s in America wasn't that big as it is today. Right, right. And the same area you grew up in, that's where I live, and the homelessness issue is affecting the people in that area. Right. 
Very much so. Yeah, it's 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 rampant right now. I mean, literally any way I try to get out of my area, I have to go through an encampment to get out or right. to come back home. Well, I, I'm going to have to say that's failed government, you know, because there's there's ways to get people out of there. And when I get into Congress, I'm going to create legislation called Foster a Family Program. So I want to emulate what I went through and, you know, have – uh, federal, you know, funding for all of that, so people can open their homes to people like that, you know, with a you know correct program, in a in a safe way. But you know, there's people who want to do that. You know, churches can do that too. There's there's a ton of opportunities and resources out there. Today, that opportunity is costing the government about eight hundred thousand per person that's placed in California. Mm. Why? Why is Why? it so expensive? Why? Right? Because they're only housing them. They're not taking care of the problem. The ingredients. So there's, like I said, if they're just going to house drug, you know, uh, homeless They're talking people. about the number I threw out there yeah. was someone getting housed yep. from homeless to being housed right. costs 800000 Yeah, and they're, and they're not doing anything else other than housing them. So there's people that, um, that are in those things right now, and they don't even want to go in there because once you're inside, right, then they can't see the crime that happens in there. They can't see the rapes. They can't see the drug use anymore or anything like that. So it's 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 pretty scary. So people won't other homeless people would rather stay homeless than go into those areas because it's pretty much uh, whoever has the uh, the more might rules that place. But do you think homelessness nowadays is more a mental health issue than it is a financial issue? I'm say both. You know, I'll say both for sure because which which one do you think it's leaning more towards? Because I mean, yeah, the media obviously <clears throat> twists it a certain way, stating, yeah, there's all this drug use, needles, and this and that, but they don't really show that. And again, may, maybe I'm wrong, but it's a small percentage of people that are truly homeless because of financial reasons. I think right. it's more of a mental health issue because a lot of these people <clears throat> don't want to get off the street. No, they don't. Especially... They like it. Yeah, and I witnessed this firsthand, you know, in, in the Granada Hills, Porter Ranch, Northridge area, especially below Rinaldi. Mm-hmm. Right by the freeway. He, right by the freeway. Yeah. You see it, and a lot of these guys literally have cars, cell phones, everything, mm-hmm. and they get up, they go to work, they'll yeah. maybe hit the gym after, take a shower there, and then come back to their tent and then go to bed yeah. and then repeat the same thing <coughs> over and over and over again. It's a choice in a sense. It's, yeah, so it's it's more of a it's I, I don't think Do it's you a see families as much. I mean, <clears throat> we talked about you guys were living in a train uh, your camper with the station family, wagon. Station wagon, right? But today it's really not to, I haven't seen many families. It's usually younger people. Younger people alone or much older veterans which is where I want to focus. Right. And, I mean, the, there's families out there and I've seen them. You know, really? They, yeah, I've seen them. There's See, complete families. Santa Monica, uh, right in downtown. Santa Monica, Venice Beach, uh, those areas. I've seen a lot of the crazier ones, where they're out out on the streets. I've seen people yeah, banging on cars, climbing signs, just you know disturbing the peace. Well, like you said, it's it's a dual problem. Obviously, you know, it's the mental health issue, and then it's the drug issue. So those those two are like. Uh, they go right together. They're like bed, right in bed together. You know, so you have mental health issues, and then you have the drug problem. So how do you separate those things and get people st- back to stableness, right? So they don't want to leave. 
And how do you get that to stop when they don't want to leave? And no one, and then the government's not going to come in and do anything about it. They're going to leave them right there. So how does that change? What what, what do you guys think? You know, because I have an answer. I'll tell you right now, I do have an answer. It's not one people would probably like, but do you, my question is, are you going to be able to take care of yourself out there? Are you going to be able to help people? Well, if you're out there and you're doing drugs and you have a mental incapacity, you're probably more prone to you know committing crimes, being a victim of crime. So I think in that stage, you're, you, you can't really take care of yourself. And then you become a burden on the rest of the population. And I, I'll say burden because now we have crime. So that uh, just goes way up because you can go into a store – uh, they'll go into a store and just take whatever they want, and you're not going to see LAPD. You're not going to see the sheriff's department come in and do anything about it because it's below a certain threshold of money that's missing. Nine fifty. So, yeah, nine fifty, and that, you know, they just oh well, you know, they don't do anything about it. And then if they do get caught and they get arrested, they didn't come right back out, right? Because well, we could thank Gascon for that's that. That's exactly where I was going. We're thanking Gascon because when I would walk into the jails to go transport inmates, I would hear actual cheering i would hear just all of them just chanting gas gone gas gone i didn't say it like saying his name no way that's what they would say and they would tell us i'm gonna get out of anyway thank you guys gone right so that's a mentality that that i saw firsthand and this is in the jails and they know it so (laughs) but uh, going back to your suggested (coughs) program which is uh you said foster fostering the family or uh, families fostering these homeless people how do you envision that working? Because I, I remember there was a, uh, I think it was two or, two or three years ago, there was a candidate running for presidency of all positions. <laughs> uh, and he was promoting, and he was from California, I forget his name. He was promoting um, $10,000 per family per year to take in a transient, basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm, for example, looking at myself, wife and two kids do i want to have a stranger living in my home uh whether it's one person or a family like yours which at the time you guys were seven people right right five kids yeah. and your parents yeah there's a bunch of us um how do you envision that working as far as the dynamics the safety aspect of it and exactly so i do have all those answers for you so i thought about it it wasn't something I just made <coughs> up. So you obviously need a police presence for in that because people need to know that they're going to be safe doing this. So it's not a police presence where you come in and you just go, are you, are, are you not breaking the law or whatever? No, you know, it's more of the fact of, you know, how can we help you guys uh, be able to survive and, you know, continue? So if you have warrants and all the other stuff, they can take care of that, those things. But on another level, it's where you can actually talk to the people. And that was one of the things as a deputy for 23 years. I'm a deputy for 23 years currently. And what I would do is just talk to people. So straight up, just, hey, what's going on with you? How can we help you? And, you know, let's figure this out together. And they were not used to that. They're not used to, you know, they're like, oh, you're not going to yell at me? You're not going to take me to jail? No, I want to know what's going on with you. You know, because then if you can actually have a conversation with somebody, then they can respect you as well. And they can then you can also know where they're coming from. Okay, so this is what's going on. All right, so have you talked to your mom? Have you talked to your dad? No, I haven't really. You know, well, we, would you like to talk to him? You know, can we can we call him and you know find out what's going on? So that was one of the things that I used to do when I was out in patrol. It wasn't just you know my my sole job and mindset wasn't just to take everybody to jail and, and me against you, bad guy, good guy. 
it, there's because I, I already know where all that is. I came from the other side pretty much, you know, growing up. And it's never about, you know, it's never just one thing, you know. So you also also have uh, mental health uh, people come in and help as well because they're going to need that. And additionally, which I think is very important, is having the church come in. So churches are amazing because they have total resources for this. So if the, you know, your soul needs some work and stuff, I'm, I'm Christian, so I'm, I'm faithful man of God. And, and I believe that if you have to have some form of religion, bring it in. You know, let the churches come in and help too because we need them. You don't think you don't think that would be an argument against somebody who's an atheist, somebody who's Jewish, somebody who's Muslim? Let the Jewish come help too. They have Jew, uh, homeless temples and everything. Yeah, let them help. You know, if you're an atheist, well, let don't you want to help, help other people atheists. too? <laughs> yeah, atheists have great what's wrong people with that? Too, so I'm not here to, you know, say you know it's one thing or the other. No, everyone can help. I think they can do it. And if we don't do it, then you know we're we're just missing all the resources and uh, potential, you know, getting people off the streets. And it's dangerous. And let me tell you another another story. Uh, just recently, the last five months, uh, five months ago, um, they found my cousin in one of the tents in Hollywood, encampments. And they found her overdosed, dead, with a crack pipe, crack pipe next to her. Your cousin. My cousin. So it, I take that stuff very personal. You know, so for me, it's not something that, it, you know, Oh, I didn't. I saw this on TV or whatever. It, it, it's in my family and stuff like that. So I'm sure it happens to other families as well. So I'm I'm not uh, insensitive to that stuff. I'm really sensitive with that stuff. So I know I, I you know it's you know we don't know. That's one of the things where I I'll come back to where I never thought I was going to be a police officer because of the family where I grew up in. I never thought I would be able to be that person who can come out of where I'm at because usually you know we're my my cousins and cousins are in jail. They grew up, they got in trouble and all their stuff. They spent time in prison. Um, I think you know pretty much us and our other cousins. We never got that was never us, you know. So I was like, no, I I learned from what I saw, not what to do. So I'm not I'm not going that way. I'm going this way, you know. So that way means I, I'm going to get in trouble and I don't want to go to jail, you yeah. know. I'm like, no. Looking at <laughs> it from that point of view, your dad helped you out a whole lot more yeah. than you think. Absolutely. Right? Oh, and I know that. Yeah, and he's um, he's so much better now, and he's older and stuff, and so he's not that same crazy, you know, person back in the day. More mellow. But, oh, he's a lot more mellow now, you know. So, but you know, I love the guy. He taught me a lot, even though he wasn't around as much as I would like to, him to have been. What he taught me was invaluable, and you know, it's fishing and all the other stuff. How to tie a knot. How to you know, tie a fishing knot. I was like, I love fishing to this day, you know, and because of what he taught me, I actually taught my brothers how to do the fishing knot and all the other stuff. And when my kids come fishing with me, when that happens and, and take my wife, I, I think she just wants to reel it in, but not touch the fish, you know, <laughs> but it's, I, I um, need it after it's been filleted. <laughs> well, yeah, and that, that's a cooked part. And I like to cook as well. So uh, I'll cook anything. Oh, and getting on to the cooking part, you know, my wife's Armenian. So she uh, came from Yerevan when she was 13. So she's an immigrant herself. We're going to get to yeah. that. So, but yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. You're rushing so it, Patrick. You're rushing so I'm going it, into yeah. the cooking part. We'll, we'll so, get into yeah. the personal stuff as well right. later. But continue. continue. It, it, it's funny. Um, you're, running, you're running for Congress in a state where defunding the police has been, you know. Normal thing. Has been a normal thing. Yeah. It's been Sadly. advertised as far as, yeah, defund the police. And you having obviously a background in law enforcement, being in law enforcement today, yeah, 
I mean, you don't think that that's going to work against you? Again, not to step on your toes or anything, but... I'd say yes. I, I would say yes. That would definitely hinder me in running, but today's environment is not that what it was two years ago. With the uh, riots and all the other stuff going on, people are in you know dire need of police to be out there now. Well, yeah, I mean, they're... You know? they're Bringing back refunding the police in a right. very political way, and that's Democrats that's too. Look, defunding yeah. the police. The way I looked at it from the beginning was, this is another way for them to even add funding to the police. You just defund oh. the police, show the defunding of police, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> Once people are going and pushing for it, you're gonna have crime. Crime requires more cops. More cops requires or funding. This is part of the same goal. That's the way I looked at it from the beginning. Maybe I was wrong. That's what it's going to come out to be, guys. Well, it It's going <laughs> to get more funding. Watch. If the Board of Supervisors, um, they're getting voted out, and, and they start seeing that trend happening. Oh, let's, let's, it's, now it's time to you know, get police in here. And, 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 but they're the ones that actually caused the problem in the first place. So yeah. you know, now I, we're the good guys. Watch. You know, and they're not trying to hire more people. That's not. I don't think that's their agenda. At, at the moment, no, I don't think so at all. It, it's yes, I agree <coughs> that it was defunding it, the police. What did was, they use? The bad cops. It was intended yeah. to to increase the crime rates, but it wasn't because oh now we're gonna overfund it and hire more people. Not a hiring. That funding doesn't mean it's gonna go to hiring. It doesn't so it's have just to go, go to, to hiring. <coughs> It's a trend. A lot of funds go missing now. Major cities throughout across the United States. This is a trend, right? So you have them not, you have district attorneys throughout the United States doing the same thing Gascon's doing. So Gascon's got a bunch of uh, clones out there too doing the same thing. Dude, you had had it advertised on news, basically stating, and it's funny, these guys were seeing this advertised. It was. Criminals are being arrested and then let out of jail because the crime was under nine hundred and fifty dollars. These right. morons are seeing this on the news and going, "Holy shit!" <clears throat> All right, yeah. so you're telling me if I basically go steal eight Nike shoes instead of nine Nike shoes, I'll be fine because it's still under. And you can sell six of them on we're down yeah. Craigslist. Yeah, and you can exactly we're down sale. Yeah. Well, I mean, doesn't that's matter. a five-finger discount. Hold on, right? does it make a difference? <laughs> well, yeah, if it's on sale. You can steal more pairs, bro. Oh man, it's it's. Oh, oh, he's going there. <laughs> Edgar, Edgar gets a little analytical. That's economics yeah, right yeah. there. <laughs> Let Let's go back to the home, the homeless mental health thing, because, see, for example, what Hilda mentioned, and she works in mental health. Um, she, she's a director for one of the larger mental health organizations in the country. I thought you were going to say Hilda Solis or something like that. No, <laughs> I was like, oh no. Um, and she says, maybe one percent of the people respond the way your family did. Majority of them prefer to live on the street, which I've dealt with patients who have mental health myself personally, and majority of them <coughs> don't even understand the help that you're trying to provide them. So that's why to me, if you ask me, I think, again, I've never looked at the numbers. I, I, don't, I don't even know if I have access to the numbers, if it's public records or not, but... If you ask me, these people would rather live on the street. So, yeah, they would. So, yeah, they isn't would. it Honestly, better to find that. a solution where they continue to live on the street 
a different part of the street, a different area, where they're isolated, yet somewhat safe. And even as crazy as it sounds, they have, safe. they have access to certain things that they need okay. so that they don't commit crimes. Because why do they commit a crime? Why do they steal your $20 or whatever is it that they take away from you? So they could go buy drugs, right? Yeah, drugs. It's not to save up and buy a house. No, no have by, you had not a, by far. Have you had a homeless client? Any <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you um, a really good, interesting story. Sorry, I have a stretch out here. Um, Don't worry, he hasn't uh, had any alcohol. No, guys. no. <laughs> Patrick, we're the, we're, we're the ones that are drinking. He hasn't had anything. Uh, it's my shoulder thing. Man. That's why I'm uh, in uh, on the injured reserve list. Patrick, so. we got to clarify certain things with people. That's yeah. Oh no, you're why. you're absolutely right. <laughs> okay, so going back to that question uh, with mental health issues and yeah. things like that, I worked at a mental health health hospital for a couple of years. So it was a dual diagnosed facility, and in that hospital, I there was you know. They had people in there, and families were the ones that put them in there. So basically, I'll come back with the same question: Is for you, if they were your kids, mm-hmm. right, and they're you know going out in the streets, are you going to just leave them there? You know, are and then are you going to do something about it? Are you going to come and grab them? And eat? they're your kids, right? So how do how do we just leave them like that? Because we have to understand that when you say kids, what age are we? No, talking no, I'm about? talking like you know, like kids, like teenage, and there's a bunch of teenagers out teenagers. there as well. And, Teenagers and, and, and even if yeah. they're older and they're your kid, right? Even if well, they're 25, they're yeah. still your kid. You still want to help them. You have no control over it at that point. After but 18, you're still going to do maybe your you best do. to help. You can't. Maybe you do. You can't. You're going to do In the current system, no, help, you bro. don't. No, because here's what's happened. I've seen this with a lot of people. They'll take their kids to a facility. The, the, the child, who's already above the age of 18, can sign a against medical advice, AMA, or whatever that psych ward, psych hospital happens to have, and they could discharge, discharge themselves, themselves out. Leave. There's absolutely nothing you can do about it. I know. So as a parent, you have zero control over what your 19-year-old does when it comes to mental health. It's all up to them. So I'll go back on that. So there is LPS uh, criteria. So if they're a danger to themselves or others... And, or they can't take care of themselves. Right? Like their hygiene and everything is so bad that you have to take them out of that that the situation off mm-hmm. the streets, and then they go into a hospital. Okay. So they and go in from there. But that's the current system. So I want to change that system. I want to make sure that not only is that system there, we need more hospitals, first of all, with professionals. Not somebody who's going to just go, oh, yeah, whatever, homeless, you know. Because that's one of the things that a lot of people look at homeless families or people who are on, you know, they're by themselves and on drugs and all that stuff. We see all of that stuff in L.A. You know, they just drop their pants right there, take the, you know, right there on the sidewalk. And who's seen that? I've seen it many times. You know, yeah. And it's completely legal. And is that is that mentally stable? I don't think so. It's legal. You know, oh, it's legal. Yeah, they can do it. They're homeless. They have to go somewhere, right? They can do it right wherever. Well, that's, right why, they, that's why they put up the portable. But if you and I do it, <coughs> well, how, we got a mental many, issue or something. Right? <laughs> how many homeless do we have in LA? Is it a whole lot more than you think? Uh, was it in one hundred fifty thousand, something like that? We're up LA, LA County, right? Close sure. to like one seventy, maybe. Is that what yeah. it's the number? Somewhere is? in there, it's, it could okay. be even higher. So sorry to say, it's a, it's over a hundred. You're gonna 000. need much more than hospitals. Okay, so yeah, right, right now the hospitals are all overflown. Call any psych department in the hospital tell them 
unless you're literally a 5150 hold, even that is questionable. Like what did they do? They don't have room for They don't have room. Bro, El- D- you can't. El- Elina's hospital had a homeless guy. Bro, this guy would swallow a battery on purpose to get a bed. Yep. They'd bring him to the hospital. And, and what, she called him something. She called him frequent flyers. Yeah, that's what they're called. Oh, she fire they department them, yeah. gets them all the time. So they would Constantly. bring she's they like, she's like first name. Yeah, she goes, we knew his name, what, what room they were going to put him in, what floor, everything. And she was like, we would tell them, listen, when you're going to the bathroom, do not flush because we need to see if that battery dropped. Right. What he would yeah. do? Go so to like, the bathroom. Yeah. Flush. Doesn't give a shit. Flush. So he's just yeah. using the be- uh, bed hospital as a place to warm up, get a few meals. And yeah. Yep. Relax. Clean up and get maybe some more drugs and get stable a little bit and go back out and do it again. That's why. Wh- wh- what if you, you actually build, say if we have 200,000 homeless in California, we have enough land where we can build, oh, we say, do. say... Thousands of homes, too, and apartment well, buildings that are empty. Well, let's let's build, say, a, you know, maybe five, six, eight hundred thousand square foot facilities, almost like a prison system in a sense, but with a better environment. Right, right. Where, again, they have their drugs. We don't want to incentivize them to stay. They have... The, yes, you do. They're not... But you can't... You can have a mental program as far as rehabilitation... And maybe a small percentage will become better and be able to go into society, but majority of these guys can't. It's 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 very challenging. So you're and incentivizing more people from out of different states. How many of your homeless are actually uh, from California? Maybe less than fifty percent, I would say. Probably, yeah. They they've migrated here. Of course, for, it makes for the sense. Weather and the benefits. Well, it's kind of like locking them down, or like you're saying for so sure. So what you're gonna so. get is which more is people fine, from other which is states. fine because you're gonna get federal funding for it. Okay, you can get federal funding Big, for that. Big, huge undertaking for sure. So, but if you have these people in a isolated environment where they're not a danger <coughs> so much to other people and maybe a little bit to themselves, but that's fine. They've, they've in a sense chosen that life, but to to just put them in regular apartment buildings or rehab centers, you know. There's more drug sales in rehab centers than there is on the streets. Okay, These guys, like when they Arno go to... Arno has a point. Arno's t- saying you're not going to get them to stay in one place. Difficult is extremely... They're not going to stay. All, they don't want to be locked up. Like you said before, you were saying... They sort of a jail there. system? They yeah. don't... You don't want... They're not going to want that. If they That's have, available now. No, no, no. If they, have in, if they have what they need, which is their heroin or whatever they're on, they will stay there. And it's not gonna. You're not gonna. So be you're gonna s- provide it, of course. Until they and what? Until they OD, basically. See, you, he's not running for any co- anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, because all you're, you're, can, you're at do. that. Po- you're, your idea is basically more of like just push them over the top. No, is no, that no, what not more. Push them over. No, it's like not. His, his it's not is, an assassination. No, camp. no, no. His is more of like, all right, you know, this person has given up on life. It's like okay, or not a no. You know what? Here's a better example. This person is dying. Their luck. No, no, no. This person is dying. Let's let let's make them comfortable. Let's give them a bunch no, of morphine. It's, that's it's, what that's no, what it that's sounds not, like. No, that's not what it is. Look, when you have, uh, oh, I'm sure you guys have all known people who are on drugs. Yes. Okay. Yeah. None yeah. of these people were ever convinced to get out of off of drugs because they respected what you said or you said or I said or you said. Easily. And I've had this conversation with many of them over the years. When they are ready to get off it, they will come to you. They can do the same in this closed 
encampment, whatever you want to call it. You can have mental health experts there. You can have Bible studies. You could have any program you want there. You can have an entrepreneurship program, a vocational, whatever you want. Allow people who actually want to change to change, where they can go to that vocational program or to the counselor to get off the drugs. But the ones who decide to remain on it, that's fine. You can remain on it. That's your section. Here's the section where you can actually rehabilitate and get go back into society, and we're going to help you with that. Well, but but to, to but to put them into just regular buildings where they can go out and do whatever they want, they've tried that. It didn't work. It doesn't work. work. They they, never, they broke work. down the drywall. They broke down the rooms. They shit all over the place. Yeah, they did that, exactly that what hotel. they do. Yeah, they I did exactly. I think you're on the right track. You know, uh, you know, maybe not exactly like that, but I think you're on the right track with that. Um, I, I wouldn't be giving them the drugs per se, but I would, you know, make sure that we'd have, you know, a very good unit, a professional unit, high class stuff that where you can actually get off of the drugs. That's the whole point, because if they're, who's going to bring in the drugs, you know, government, right? So always, you know, someone's going to come in with the drugs. I I think that, you know, we're just facilitating at that point and I don't want to facilitate any drug use because I know how bad it is. I know my, my, my cousin died from that yeah, stuff. My so biggest concern is what it. is this going to cost? How much is it? Uh, is that you, seriously le- less than what it costs right now? now? Well, wait. Less than wait, what it costs right now. How much does it cost for an, inma- an inmate per day? I think it's what? Uh, per day or per, per year? Per year? year is it 200 right? grand or something? It's up there. I, I don't know. I think it was 170000 right? Or, yeah, because they get free medical. They get uh, everything's free in there. So if they have a broken arm, well, yeah, uh, obviously I don't, I don't see them going to. Uh, what well, you know, uh, the stock market's down today. I got to. Uh, they'll go right in, like you were saying with the guy, you know, <laughs> swallowing the battery, right? Yeah, that's what they'll do. I was like, nope, mm-mm. they want to get arrested, and I'd had guys would literally just go, "Can you just arrest me?" I'm like, "No, you didn't do anything wrong." Well, I can. No, you're not going to do it, you know. And they would Jeez. just. He's like, "No, so okay." And don't that's you when see that as a cry for help? Of course it is. Who's it helping is. them? So that's right? what I'm saying. Yeah, How much do you think help. something like that would cost? Give me if you f- if you provide me the financing, I could do it for at most fifty thousand a year, and they'll live resort style type of facility. He can actually make it happen, bro. But you're talking about, like you were saying, entrepreneurship programs, yes. this programs, that program. All of that well, included. You're not going to bring Tony it. Robbins. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> obviously not. You know? Yeah, you're going to do fire walking in the <laughs> yeah. middle of the. You can bring a guy How for... How much would you pay Arno annually oh. for him to come to the... <laughs> real estate real talk. Estate give, talk. Me a, give me a number. Give me a number. <laughs> number. I'm done with it. I'll bring He's you like, a... Start you recreating with the wooden a box. whole system here because I think it's, you know, this is no, the beginning. I think this is the beginning of it right here. No, this, this is how it all say. starts. This is how it starts. Because what, what, I, what I do for a living is I, I, I build facilities for seniors and these seniors have all mental issues. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, and they then they, we, we have what's called in the Not industry them, memory care, which is a locked unit, essentially. So they don't do anything crazy, right? Yeah. So now what ends up costing the government a lot of money is if these people are not at the right facility because what they end up happening is they become frequent flyers at the hospital, like you said. Now, these guys aren't frequent flyers for, for swallowing batteries. They're frequent flyers for falling down, ending at the hospital, costing Medicare two hundred grand for just a stupid fall. Um, so it costs the government a lot of money when they're not managed properly. So and basically, but have them you're not out looking at this the right way. The government wants them to cost a lot of money. I under, Of course they do. Of course. But we're talking so about the save solution. them money? 
They're not gonna you're, like. They're you. not gonna like your style if you're saving they wanna money. They want to spend money Fine, and, no. and just give retract it to my the retract my offer. I your don't amazing know. offer. No, is I just think you have the right ideas. Lo- it's against. Just I'm just gonna work it's on against my senior liberal logic. Fuck it. I'm not gonna run for it. It's like I have this brilliant idea. Does it? Does it? Is it gonna save us, buddy? Absolutely. Is we it gonna solve the problem? Absolutely. I don't think we want that. <laughs> what do you think, Punjab? No, we don't want it. It's too good to be true. <laughs> is it free? Oh, <laughs> is it going to cost the taxpayers money? Absolutely not. <laughs> Fuck it. We don't want it. <laughs> we don't want it. Just print more money. Right? Yeah, just print more money. More money. Yeah. I, Inflation? I, nah, don't worry about it. Gas prices will go. We'll, think about pay that later. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just a, I'm a facility type of guy. That's why that, I, that, that, that idea came from, so comes from. Your, mind, your mind's you know. geared a certain way. Well, let me ask you this. Would something like that, as far as privately owned, not government owned, yes. privately owned, be able to be funded by someone as far as taxpayers, Medi-Cal, something? Well, state would easily because because now now I'm thinking kind of outside the box because I like the idea, but as far as privately owned a facility where what percentage of the jails are privately owned? Majority, uh, yeah, but exactly, jails, yeah. none. Huh? Prisons, prisons. Yeah. I mean, yes. prisons. Yes. Prisons. Yeah. Majority of them are. Prisons. There's a lot of private privatization. Right? Majority is I think seventy plus percent is privately owned. Government. I mean, country well, wise, yeah. For prisons, right, to be yeah. run by the government. It's going to cost three times more. Exactly. That's why private. Yeah. That's why they privatized it because, oh, we can spend this much. Okay, we'll, we'll only spend this much. Can you guys do it? And they're like, yeah, we'll do it. You know, it's a private business. They're making money. So, I mean, and it's privatization not, it's is not, not bad. Even at private, they're still getting gypped. The oh. taxpayer is still getting gypped. Yeah, there's, it's, there's so much more. When you talk about the prison yeah. system, that's corruption at its finest. Because they have no intention to educate prisoners in there to rehabilitate them to not go back into prison? No, no. They want to keep them in. Returning customer. And that's how they see it. They're big businesses. Carlos G G actually clarified the number. So we were right. It was 160. I think we said LA County, which was incorrect. No, no, we were talking about California. Yeah, California. Yeah, Yeah, 160 was California, of which 66 homeless people living on the streets. 66,000. 66,000. I'm sorry. And then 41,000 in the Ar- city of L.A. Arnold just solved the whole issue. 66 people. 40, <laughs> dude, 41,000 in L.A. That is insane. Oh, you and know where all, I live. Yeah, <laughs> See, and it, it, it's funny. We had uh, we had one of the council members, mm-hmm. uh, John Leon, with us. Okay. Uh, who's part of, you know, your your district. Di- I know. I know. Well. District and 11, is that? 12. 12. 12. 12. District 12. And, you know, we spoke to John about it because I sell a lot of homes in the Granada Hills and Northridge area. And, you know, I, t- I talked to him about it as well. We, s- we mentioned, you know, there's a lot of trailers being parked, a lot of homeless. You know, what, what's the plan? And he goes, the biggest issue is, is having the entire city council vote equally. Right. A lot of people that are a part of city council who are voted in by the, by the people. By the people. Basically say, they're free spirits. Leave them alone. You know, they're not harming anybody. And then it's like, dude. You literally that's, that's you, dream you exit no Reseda to or Porter Ranch to pull up to multi-million dollar developments that are going on where they have thousands of homes being built yearly, yeah. And you got a trailer being parked right on Rinaldi. Yeah, there's a few of them. There's a few of them over there. Like, what what is going on? It's like, why is this not being? Why is it not priority? Well, it's interesting because the priority is now coming around because the crimes increased. 
and this is where a lot of people are, you know, they're, where are you going to find them? They're in a, they're in a trailer or they're in a somewhere, but you can't really find them because they may be the ones scoping the area and there may be other people throughout there. So they're not subject to be, you can't just find them at a residence, right? So if, if I'm law enforcement, I'm law enforcement, so I'm looking for somebody, how the hell am I going to find these criminals when they're all in the homeless camps, right? There, there's no address for them. And how well, you have to go through each homeless place to find them? That's a lot of work. So, I mean, that's, that's one of the things where ingredients come in. Like I said, it's ingredients for homelessness, ingredients for crime, and that's what we're getting. We're getting unstableness, like we're going on the mental health issue. Uh, and then, with, you know, I'll, I'll go on to the, the part where no one can afford a home here in, in L.A. County. If you're, I mean, if you're a low income, you're going to be renting for the rest of your life. And then, and then uh, gas prices go up, inflation go up, and then that you can't pushes out. Rent. You can't afford rent. And then you become homeless. And then you're going into gyms. Uh, your gym membership's still good. So a lot of people will live on the street, you know, and yeah, that's their shower, you know, and that's where they come in and do that. So that happens a lot, you know, for people are using you know, those facilities for that. And, so my thing is, like we were talking before, we need more than just, you know, like they're, they voted this way for so long, but now it's kind of going back on them. So if they're sitting in a coffee shop somewhere, Beverly Hills or anywhere, and Glendale is happening in there too. So someone comes with a gun, give me all your stuff. You have a Rolex, it's his now or theirs, and they're going to sell it for like pennies on the dollar because it's going to drugs. And so... People are not safe anymore. So if you fe- think you're safe, they're going to follow you home. So if you got a nice car, you got something, whatever, don't don't think for a second you're safe, because they will follow you and they will find you. And if you got cash on you or anything else, they're going to take that too, because it's come to that. That's where we're in, and there's no consequences because Gascon's taking that away. So I'm going back to that because that's our reality where we're in now. So as far as you being, you know, running for Congress, getting elected having the power getting in there what is like what can you change as far as counties cities the state itself what how much power how much jurisdiction do you have with the with being in congress it's a federal so it's a federal level so i'd be able to help enact and create legislation and laws that will affect the federal level and people to help them at a broader level and so that's that part what I can do. But and, and uh, District Thirty is what district? What part of it is exact? Exa- exactly. Okay, so we have uh, I think it's a little bit under Acton. It starts up north, goes all the Sunland, Tahunga, Sun Valley, Shadow Hills, Burbank, Glendale, Toluca Lake, Los Feliz. Uh, I think it's a little bit of Echo Park, um, Hollywood, Hollywood Hills, uh, West Hollywood, and a little bit below that. I think that's West. So Hollywood. it's literally our neighborhood. Yeah, it's our neighborhood. That's where we live. Yeah, that's. I mean, I was in the in this uh, district for about twenty years myself. See, okay, right? now be as far as you being a congressman. Now, obviously, a lot of stuff goes through, you know, the district attorney, the city attorneys, uh, city council, the mayor, all this stuff. How much power do you have to oversee all this stuff? Because obviously, these guys are running the show, right? And it's become a shit show. It, it's it's a it, yeah, it's a shit show, crap show because that's what. Everything is going on yeah. because what uh, John Lee was saying, he's only one man, right? Yeah. And he's in a sea of uh, Democrats, right? And I was like, well, there's Democrats that are old school Democrats and they like freedom. They like liberty, which is fine. But when it comes to making sure that other people's rights are stepped on because 
Uh, they don't want to step on those other people's rights because they think it's, oh, they're free spirits, like we were saying before. Maybe they are, but those free spirits are now you're paying for them out of your tax dollars. And then you're, we're seeing crime increase because, oh, well, you know, we can't really do anything because we're going to defund the police too. So it's a one-party rule. So if you have a one-party rule, and that's why people probably in the, well, in the what's that, early 80s and stuff, there was Republicans were one-party rule. So they, they changed that. So I think that's where we're coming back around now again because that's why I'm running because I know at this point people are fed up. They don't want to see, I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, or whatever. It makes no difference to me. I think the more general issues is people and taking care of them and getting things back to where they should be, which is safety of your family, my family, and even the people on the streets. They need protection too, but we can't do that when they keep voting a certain way and they keep de degrading our society. So see, uh, like for example, okay, God willing, everything goes well. You get in there, you're voted in, all goes well. Schiff is out. Because Schiff only shows up when, from when we see it, is anytime there's an Armenian event and April 24th, right. that's, that's when he shows up. Oh, that's, you know, and I, I, I'm sorry to say, I, I hope some of our fellow Armenians will open their eyes and actually see it, because that's literally when he shows up. April 24th, and he showed up yesterday at that at that gala. Other than that, you'll never see him. Joseph says if you're running again, shifty shift. You got a sponsor already. Oh. <laughs> Bring there you it. Go. Well, Joseph, there's Joseph. But now, Joe has sponsored shift in the past. Yeah, yeah. he did. He did. But he did. and has told off shift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the future. But turning things around, I mean, again, like I, I wanna I wanna clarify this. How much power do you have? Because obviously it's a it's on a federal level. Right. Is there a possibility where these guys will turn around and be like, well, you know, we're city council, I'm the mayor, it has to go through us prior to... Of course, but uh, see, that's where a lot of people don't... Well, you don't see Schiff coming and doing things and talking and making being a liaison between city officials and, and the people, which he should because it's still the district. It doesn't matter if it's federal or whatever. You should be able to reach out to the local government at that stage yeah. and make, you know, look, this is what's going on. How can I work with you to change this? And I don't see that happening whatsoever because they're all in the same boat, right? They're the same party. So they're going to do whatever they're going to do anyway. But how do you, how does, how are he, how does Adam Schiff solve this stuff? He's not, he's not doing anything, right? He doesn't need to. Right. And he hasn't had the need to do anything because he's been in so long People They're just all see part the of the same team. Yeah, so we need to vote all of them out. There's, I'm not, I'm just one person of several people who are now starting to run first time, and I, like I said, I never wanted to be a politician. I can't stand politicians. It's not somebody who I wanted to be. I'm like, no, I, even when I get in, I, I'm not going to be that person because <laughs> transparency. I have a wife, I got kids, I have family and friends. You guys call me to the carpet. I'm like, oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. You know. So I want to be as transparent as possible. If there's things going on, how the hell are, is, or is anyone going to know if they're not told? Uh, this is a process. This is what's going on. Because when they get in there, most people get in there. We don't know what they do. You know, we don't know what's really going on in there. Are they held? Are they signing NDAs or something? I have no idea. You yeah. know, but I, you can't do that to the people because they need to know why you're there and what's going on. So transparency, that they, I guess that's their pipe dream. But that's a reality that I think I can bring and be that liaison to you know, local governments and change it. 
Yeah. Yeah. For those of you just tuning in, guys, Patrick Lee Gibson is here with us. He's going to be running for city con- he, oh, city. That was for city congress, but for Congress against Adam Schiff. That's why we're talking about you know topics regarding District Thirty, where we all live. And it's funny, Eileen literally brought it up. She said he should also be living here, Adam Ooh, Schiff. Adam, he doesn't live here, Maryland. Yeah, the hell's he doing in Maryland? Have you guys seen box. the ranch the homie stays at? Why would he come here? Yeah. Why would he come here, man? Well, he, he does have a two-bedroom apartment for his family. I'm sure he you know, does. At the Americana. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just sure kidding. He, does. so he doesn't have know, an But I know it's somewhere in <laughs> Glendale. Don't say Americana. Right? Oh, bro. is it really? Yeah, yeah. No yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. He does. He so, grew, I mean, yeah. Burbank is his main hometown, right? Well, I mean, not anymore. No. Well, well, right his now, office. His office. Office is an office. Burbank. So that's, yeah. So well, as a congressman, are you going to have power as far as Chargers. what you can do with regulations for business, small business owners? Uh, because that's that's an area where a lot of people struggle is all the red tape taxes and all the BS that you know small business owners have to go through to even operate in, in L.A., for example. Right. Uh, and California and L.A. Yeah. I mean, is and that that's, there's federal... Uh, federal funding available for that and when i get in there i want to make sure that we small business can have that and they're able to grow back because after pandemic thing whatever went on whole, uh, businesses went completely out of business and we're never going to see uh, we're never going to see those again toys r us my daughter loved going to toys r us right you guys have kids can we go to Toys R Us? Uh, and that's gone now, too. So there's a lot of stuff that we grew up with that's not there anymore. So how do we get those businesses back? We have to, you know, create that legislation and federally fund these people to get back into a system where they, they're making, you know, contributing businesses, but actually doing things instead of just, um, you know, sitting at home and uh, the government's paying you and sounds more like socialism to me. But you don't you don't think other businesses such as the Amazons, the Walmarts, the Targets, especially online based, kind of killed those Toys R Uses? Kinda. Oh, they killed them. I, I know that. They did. That's what that's yeah. what I think it is, and it kind of goes back to you know, you know, a lot of retail spaces being empty, a lot of commercial retail yeah. spaces being empty because everything is so. COVID changed a lot of shit. Oh, it, it did. It it kind of opened a lot of doors to the virtual world, staying at home. And, you know, yeah, their motto was stay home, stay safe. But I think that was planned. Yeah, that, that it was, dude, it was, this was right. written a long yeah. time ago. This was I written agree. up a long time ago. Maybe call it in the 80s, mid 80s. Yeah, it could be this was further planned. back. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I get there's certain things you want to pass as far as, um, you know, bringing back certain businesses and stuff. But, you know, life is changing. A lot of things are changing as far as going virtual, going digital. Um, the money, you know, we got crypto coming out now. And crypto. We're going to start using that to pay for stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, because of inflation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, look what's happened to the dollar. Look what's happened to the cost of meat. Look what's happened to the cost of gas. I think, like we were saying before, we're at, what, 650 about 7 I think someone said that. I saw a post or someone on Instagram was like 750 or something like that, a gallon. The one near Glendale College is over seven dollars now. Yeah, so we're we'll see nine, ten dollars. I think yeah. you know I, I, that's yeah. our that's what we're coming to. I believe that's the next step. So what's gonna Summertime? happen with all yeah. those signs that only have three digits? <laughs> well, they're just gonna. Oh, 
They're going to switch it to MP. You know when you go to a restaurant and it says market price? Or they're probably going to have a scan the thing, the pump with no, our cameras. It's just as if you're buying bluefin tuna, some wild <laughs> exotic fish. You have no idea what the price is. You King fill crab. It up. <laughs> <laughs> you fill it up. Oh, $340 for my Prius. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Let's go. He's going to spin. How much are you going to put in your Vespa? <laughs> like, yeah. like Patrick said, you just like, it's like pulling. Like, yeah, it's like the... It's a slot machine. Like, oh, what's my price today? My Vespa's yeah. great, bro. 1.8 gallons. You get 120 miles. That's the best you can do. Your Vespa. Oh, but oh, I don't have your Vespa. It's your Honda. fault. Honda. Honda. Right? It's all our fault for paying for gas when we should buy a $70,000 electric car. We, we can all afford that, right? Yeah. yeah. Does that, yeah. For now. <laughs> for now, 70. Now, if you don't go and do what they're telling you, it's going to cost you more at the end. Oh, yeah. Yes, Tina. Shadow Hills does up. fall into uh, Shadow Hills, yes, it does. Yes, district. It does. Yeah. I, I, if I didn't say yes, Shadow Hills is in there. Now, Joseph mentioned earlier that part of the reason why rents are so high and prices of homes are so high is due to rent control. You, rent control? It's how so? In Burbank. You don't think by the state? The state has rent control. The state has rent control. There's no rent control in the ci- the, the cities. cities. L.A. Here's here's how it works. Oh, well, so th- this is the yeah, guy who so, knows. So. Glendale and Burbank and all these cities that are that have their own kind of city halls and are incorporated, uh, they don't fall under the rent control ordinance that Los Angeles does because they have their own city council. Right. Glendale passed a rent ordinance before Mr. Sinanian left to Armenia um, for a seven percent cap, meaning you can raise the rent annually seven percent. That's your cap. After seven percent. You basically pay relocation fees for six months. So is that the cost of living, 7%? So wherever they relocate to, you pay for six months of their rent. Wow. It's better to go cash for keys, literally. Be like, yeah. how much money do you want to get out of here? Yeah, and that's what happens. Oh, but no, rent control Unlawful has... detainer system. Yeah, rent yeah. control has... In, in fact, rent control kills... Why a rental, bro? Yeah, but rent control kills the market. I mean, I have so many clients right now who are looking for rental income because they're doing either like a 1031 exchange, selling one unit, yeah. buying something else, and they need the rent to make sense. But as far as the income being generated based off of those rents, the rents are so low, and you can't jack up the rents high enough to market value because of the ordinance in California. This is interesting because this is following the socialism way of how things are done in those well, countries. Well, yeah, it's kind of, that's what so it is. You're you're locked where's in. Where's your middle class? There is no, right? There is no. Lo- the middle class they're, they're suffers. Yeah, they're suffering big time. It's either high class or low class. That's right. that's all it is. And the people who are able to purchase those properties and hold on to them are the ones that have liquid cash, large yeah. down payments, or can literally buy it all cash. Yeah. Where they do the exchange and they downsize or they upsize. So that's where that power yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, there's look, a lot. Let, me, let me put it to you this way. My wife and I even thought about, we were like, hey, let's, let's, you know, we got some cash put aside. Let's buy a, uh, a rental property. And at 20, 30, 40% down, it doesn't cover itself. No, it's, it's a lot. It, it doesn't cover Unless itself. Unless you kick out the tenant. Unless you kick out the tenant and then put in somebody at market value. And yeah. at that point, would it? At that, po- at that point, it would. And that's usually if you, what they try to do. If yeah. you put 40% down. If you put about 30 to 40% down. Let me put it to you guys this way. There's a lot of people living in Glendale, in Burbank, and I'm not kidding you. They're paying $1,200, $1,300 rent for a two-bedroom. Yeah. It, they, they are. That's, that's yes. And that they're, yeah. And they're, they're, they're forget these high-rises. 
literally forget these brand new high-rises because those are at like crazy market value and they're obviously luxury living you got the gyms concierge service all this Ooh. crap but some of these standard apartments on these on raymond thompson irving cedar and i'm mentioning streets that everybody's we, we practically grew up on 12 13 14 15 max 1700 in rent for a two-bedroom that's what they are but when the owner turns around and wants to sell it, they can't sell it for where the real estate market is because the rents, the rents. The rents. Right. So interesting because I know that, you know, as soon as the people move out, you know, we were paying pretty good rent for a while. So we were we lived in the area for Burbank, uh, she's for about twenty years. So we had pretty good rent for a while. So it was actually good for us to save up money. Yeah. What we did, and then we were able to, you know, have enough to move out. That was that's. That was how what we did, and uh, that's basic yeah. economics, man. Right, right. Like if you, if you're living in a spot where your rent is super cheap, take advantage of it. Right, and the they prob- can't wait till you move out. Though. Exactly, <laughs> and they and literally they can't wait till you move. Out. But it's like if your rent is super cheap, take advantage of it. You're living in the land of opportunity. Don't waste it. Don't jack if, up your if, credit yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah. If your if your rent is super cheap, yeah. and you're making four or five times the amount of what your rent is. Don't, don't blow your money. But yeah. it's unfortunate that people do. But we're buying stuff that we don't even need. Yeah, we're buying shoes and all kinds of dumb things. Yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, you know, I've seen stuff like you live in an apartment, but you have, a, you know, you have a Rolls Royce. Or I'm like, what the heck Dude, is this? I, you know? I, I'm not kidding you. This goes save your money. This Get goes out. back to the educational system here. Yeah, because. Going into school and and I and I look back at it and I go, well, what did I learn in middle school? What did I learn in high school? I I learned basically to shut up, uh, do what I'm told, don't talk back, um, and whatever I say, that's how it's gonna be. I wasn't taught any financing. I wasn't taught any economics. Right. Why yeah. is that not a criteria for kids in high school? It's interesting. That they should you know be what I mean? how to take care of it. That's what it, it's like. I got to go to, it's like, you got to raise your hand to go to the bathroom. No, you can't go to the bathroom. You got to do what I tell you to do. No. Yeah. Well, I don't, I'm from when we were growing up, it was nothing like that. It was like, I'm going to the bathroom. Here's your pass, whatever. And yeah. The, but went, but they never said no. But it, that, See, that bathroom thing is a very small kind of. And you actually went to the yeah, bathroom. It's, it's a small thing. It's like, it's like, you got to do what I tell you to do. And what they're teaching our kids is not what's supposed to be taught in school. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going on to that. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to kind of. Yeah, I want to. I kind of get into that because gotcha, gotcha. Uh, education is the foundation of everybody's future, and especially when it comes to middle school, high school. That's where everything kind of builds on. And then when you go to college, then you kind of decide. All right, you know what? Now we're we're building our framework of our future. But you know, when the foundation's not right. built correctly, our foundation's crap right now. For our it's schools. garbage. We're the least literate state in the United States. California, the least literate. So if you're going to read a paragraph, one in four people want to read a paragraph, only, you know, there's going to be that, that amount of people who won't be able to understand that paragraph because the schooling's not there. They're not, California doesn't care about our schooling system like we're going on. It's just, it's horrendous. We're, you know, we're jokes of the rest of the, the world because they look at us and go, how, I mean, this is the greatest nation in the world. Everyone wants to come here, but Look at our education. You know, what are we learning? Like you said, right? We're, we're learning all kinds of stuff that are nonsense. And I'll, I'll, I'll straight out say it. CRT, 
of why why do I need to learn that? Why does my kids need to learn this stuff? Because it was never taught to us growing up, and we were all fine. We never thought, you know, I'm, I'm mixed. I'm culturally mixed, you know, Mexican and, you know, my dad's American, Native American and all kinds of other stuff. So for me, we didn't really have that. I mean, yeah. it wasn't there. But now that's important more than math, more than reading, understanding and, uh, you know, economics and school and things like that to learn how to actually live. Yeah. I, I was thinking about that this past week when we we're in Miami because, you know, you're you've got a lot of. It's a melting pot, just yeah. like L.A. It's like here. And you're in a huge resort with a big pool. Tens stop telling us about your whole vacation. <laughs> Ten. I do see a little farmer's tan there. <laughs> uh, He's picking oranges. Bunch of, bunch of kids in the uh, kiddie pool, right? And all, all, all sorts of colors. Have any of your kids, and my kids are three and a half and two years old. My kids have never come up to me and said, like, Dad, how come that kid's color is different? Have yours? No. 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 We don't teach them that. So if, if nobody's kids have ever asked them that, that means they see other kids as other kids, as just human beings, right? They should be. A boy or a girl, you know, white, red, brown, black, whatever their color is, they, they, they don't see them as that color. Right. So why do we need to teach them bullshit so that they could start thinking color instead of just a human being like, like they're born to think? It's, um, it's social conditioning. And they're socially conditioning us to separate us. To separate us, to right? Separate it's us not completely. to unite us, it's to divide us. If they wanted to do that, they wouldn't even be doing this. So how do you break down a country? How do you break down it into chaos and divide and crime? Conquer. Divide and conquer, and that's what they're doing. Yes, absolutely. It's been going on for yeah. a long time. Yeah, and I remember going to college, and professors that I had were, you know, liberal socialists, and I'm like, what is that? You know, uh, so they were talking about um, a bunch of, let's see, what is it, uh, Stalin? You know, and they're probably talking about all that stuff. And I'm like, well, they're they're pushing these guys in college. I remember going. That these so great shit. people and da 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 da, da whatever. Oh, and I come what to happens learn. when you met the woman and she's like, "No, Stalin was not where you want to yeah. live." You know? then, <laughs> exactly. Looking, you know, my my wife come, came from Armenia. Was you know back in yeah, those days. She it was, yeah. She's and, and at the yeah. age of thirteen, she's she. So I'm sure. I'm sure. Nune remembers a lot of stuff that went on during the communist era. Yeah, and and uh, you know, so it was like you got a certain amount of time for you know electricity, lights, and all the other stuff. And it's like, what kind of world is that, you know, where you live like that? I mean, I grew up a little bit homeless. I understand it, you know, but it was in a little bit different circumstances. But when it's a whole country, it's a whole people going through that. And people don't understand that that's what's going to happen here. France is almost right? there. Yeah. They're almost done with them. You know, when France you have starting yeah. to ration food and everything, when you lose when you lose your rights, you never get them back. Socialism at its finest. Autumn this says, is, yeah, God. Autumn was saying, remember the there. D.A.R.E. program? Yeah, yes, he says I remember that, that. That introduced a lot of kids to drugs rather than keeping them away. No, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't agree with that at because all. I remember Back then, no, but the program did shift, and that same their program that he's talking about is not, not what you and one. I saw. It still exists. Right. It exists, yeah. but not in the same. Because when I was with I was with he's there, the we right we had sense. a we had a police officer that would show up. Officer Fox, no. 
Yes, yes I remember Fox. Fox. Yeah. He showed up. He would talk to us, and really nice guy, bro. And I mean, uh, I, I might be me, might be majority of you know our, our community, but you know whatever he said, I I didn't take it with a grain of salt. I took it as a whole bag of salt, man. Like it was like, yes, he's right. That is bad. When you say whole bag, you mean you took it home and you tried a whole bag, or absolutely the whole what white, kind of white, salt was it? It was very very. Hey, Ma, I got yeah. some a bag of salt. <laughs> Let's all get to this. <laughs> Very fine. I, had to use I don't know why my brother was using a credit card to separate it, but... <laughs> uh, is that really salt? <laughs> <laughs> Crystals, right? It numbed your gums for some reason, but... <laughs> At least he didn't use a Twig card. But No, but, uh, yeah, you see, as far as, like, Arno saying the whole dare thing, a lot of it comes from family as well, what you teach your kids at home. Absolutely. See, <laughs> like if, you're, if they you're see you taking drugs. Yeah. And there goes the next. <laughs> but see, you know, like you were, st- yeah. you were you were mentioning college and liberal socialists talking about Stalin and stuff, right? Yeah. My dad talked about Stalin, who he was, what he did, Lenin, all those guys, yeah, Lenin, and what com- Lenin. and what communism is and what it does, and you know, it was talked about at our home, and he he said that you know this was it was not good. No. It, it was it was not how we wanted to live, and we're here for that reason. And it, you know, he kind of paved the way as saying, you know, we're living in a better country than where we were back then. Absolutely, and this is the land of opportunity, and take advantage of it. And that's what he taught us, right? And I but, have to give uh, one second. Let me give you guys credit, right? Because you, a lot of people came over and they're um, immigrants. Immigrants are one of the most hardest working American people in, in this country. And they, you know, like for my family and stuff, we didn't really have that mentality. But when immigrants come over, they work harder than I've ever seen. You know, I've, I've seen people make businesses and they got here two months later and they're already making tons of money because they have a better uh, mentality when it comes to that, that they can do it. And there's not the government's not holding me back. And they're not blaming anybody else. And they're just pushing forward, and maybe you know, maybe some other stuff is in the gray area, but they're still doing it. Patrick, you're yeah. watching the news. You're seeing what's going on. Have you say, have, have you ever seen an immigrant, somebody who's a minority? I don't even want to say immigrant. Somebody who's a minority say, "Fuck this country." I haven't seen it because they're it, making money. Yeah, well, they're coming yeah. up. I mean, look at Arnold Schwarzenegger, like he said. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. Governor, score your freedom. Screw your freedom. Screw your freedom. Yeah, I'm glad he didn't say anything else. Yeah, let me see. Let me see Schwarzenegger say that back when he was running for governor. No, he was, and he no. ran as a Republican. Yes, he did. Yes, he again, did. he's part of the woke community. That's what it is. He's part of the funded community. Oh, <laughs> yes. He doesn't have to worry about any of that uh, homeless in front of his house. Sure. Absolutely not. His oh, gated wow. community. He's got securities. I'm sure he's got armed. Who is that? The dog. Security. Take him, take him away with the chopper. <laughs> it's Chuck Noyes. Chuck Norris kick his ass. Speaking of that. Chuck Norris, well, actually, today, stranger? Oh, yeah. today I, I, was, uh, I was having lunch next door, and Alberto Crane was there. Remember? Yeah, yeah, of the course. owner of the uh, jiu-jitsu gym. Yeah. And he opened yes. a new location in Pasadena. Oh, he's got two now. Oh, no. And uh, he's... <laughs> um, I think it's it's the the landlord or the neighbor there. He's in his eighties. He's trained with Chuck Norris, mm-hmm. 
And he showed me a picture of this guy. He was a big guy, too. He's in a wheelchair now. No, bro. <laughs> he says he's 3-0. Don't, don't he kill said, my dream, man. He said he's 3-0 against Chuck Norris. That's not possible. Chuck <laughs> Norris has never <laughs> lost. Bruce That's Lee was 0-3 against oh, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris can't when, lose. Yeah, remember when, when Chuck Norris does a push-up, he doesn't push himself up. He pushes the world down. <laughs> That's impossible, man. Yeah, Chuck uh, Norris doesn't even mow his lawn, bro. He watches it and just dares it to grow. The, uh, here's a question for Does Chuck Norris need the Second Amendment for him? He doesn't need the no, Second Amendment. No, no. Well, second. we do. He is the Second Amendment. Yeah, he, is, he is the amendment himself. You can't even call it Second, I don't think. He's just the just amendment. Chuck Norris. He is the amendment. amendment. Chuck that's Norris. It. Yes, we've seen the Russian girl's response to Arnold's video. And that's, that's Hold on, who's... A, yeah, the Russian girl. The yeah, Russian you're girl, right. bro. You guys never Which seen one? that video? It, it went, it went, it went viral. Mm. Your it was, video? I gotta no, see the Russian girl, not my video. Arnold's video. Oh, Arnold's video. Yeah, yeah. Arnold's. Arnold's video. Yeah. Not mine. Not not oh, I thought you were with the Russian girl, and it went viral. I was gonna say, <laughs> no, that's honey. Whoa, well, you said we're not gonna talk about that, bro. <laughs> Getting kinky here, huh? Arnie. He's like, uh, not me, not me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's let let let. Armon, you were not supposed to mention that, bro. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> Elena, just don't watch today's show. Ar- Armand was asking me kind of kind of an off-topic question. Um, uh, are you have you or been part of it? Have you started a, like a alcohol brand? Are you an entrepreneur am, in that industry? Am I well? starting an alcohol brand? Uh, no, I haven't started any of. That'd be interesting if I did because uh, I'd be marketing that one too with small business. But no, I don't have a oh, marketing okay. brand for alcohol. Let me know. I'll send that link. Maybe I want to check it out and see if it's good. So <laughs> You'll invest some money into that. Yeah. There you go. Uh, what else have we got? Any other questions from Facebook or YouTube before we continue? <laughs> I think Hovik is, uh, as Joe said, Trump is living rent-free in Hovik's mind because Hovik says, well, what did Trump do for the army? Oh, yeah, people? he's living rent-free for sure, 100%. These guys... Everything has to circle back to Trump for some reason. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. he was uh, the mad tweeter, you know, mad hatter, mad tweeter, but um, he said what he wanted to hey, say. Hey, listen, man, you know? I want some mean tweets and yeah. low gas well, prices myself. So You should be. He should be. Uh, it never bothered me. I don't care. Tweet all you like. You See, know? But it does bother me when someone stupid like that calls Trump my supreme leader. You can kiss my ass. No one is my supreme leader, piece oh. of shit. See, Not even AOC? Oh, oh. okay, okay, you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, honestly, no, 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 you went too young. Pelosi, you had to Pelosi, go Pelosi. yeah. The, the other day, <laughs> the other day, term actually, limits, term limits. They are needed. Definitely Ar- from the Armenian, the, the Armenian U.S. Report. What's it called? Armenian report. report. Oh, Anna, Anna Kachikian. Kachikian. Did you see the poster? She had picture poster of Pelosi. No. During. Inauguration oh, when she was, was no, was she was a young lady. Oh, just got into politics. Oh, it's when she was young, it's, young. It has to be during Clinton's era or Bush's era. No, Bush senior. Before no, that, this no, was in, been in like I think it was B, it was BC or something. It was <laughs> Nixon or something. Was there a dinosaur behind her? <laughs> uh, Ani, if you're watching, because my wife showed it to me. Uh, can you text me that picture that Anna Kachikin had posted of uh, Pelosi attending a presidential inauguration? I saw that. She was young. She was young. Very young. And she was a congressman. Oh, John F. Kennedy. See? No. Wow. Yes. yes. So yes. I told you it's BC. Dang. John F. Kennedy. That's You're how kidding? far That's that how one goes long back. she's been around? You guys wow. know what BC means, right? Yes, before Christ. Before, no, before Clinton's. coronavirus, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. I knew you were going to say something Jeez. like that. I was like. 
Hold on. When, when did she become the Speaker of the House? This was during the Clinton era, wasn't it? Uh, it had to be. Well, it was, what was the name? Paul Ryan for the Republicans when he, when I think Trump just got in. But then that changed, I believe, in 2018. Was it 2018 she got in? No, no, but she, I mean, as no, then as she far became as the speaker f- because the Democrats the f- took control. The first speaker of the house, or the first female, wasn't she the first speaker? Jesus Christ, bro, look is. at that. You see, what is she like? Fourteen? Looks like Hillary, bro. Well, they are related. Ooh, I didn't say that. Out Matt, loud. can you can you look up when Nancy Pelosi became the speaker of the house? It was eighteen seventy four. She took over Ryan. Ryan, <laughs> yeah. Was okay, what year was that? Like, 18 or something during Trump's presidency. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was it? Yep. Because the they didn't have the control fir- of the House. The first, first time she became speaker, wasn't it during the Clinton era? Oh, the, her, she may have. I don't know. I think it, it was. I don't know. I think it was the speaker. Yeah, no, the not Russian that. Girl yeah, that's the Russian about. girl. That's the Russian girl. But hold on. I guess I had to do one thing and I got to do it myself now. Hey, hold man, on. I was focused okay, on the Russian as, girl. Right? As speaker 2017 through 11 and then since 2019. So, so 2011, so seven through eleven, and then 2019. So she, it was uh, something she's done before. So you know what? Uh, just got back into the saddle. I wish I was a lot closer with. Uh, Harry, how old were you when Nancy was uh, 20 years old in that picture? I think Harry probably banged me then. <laughs> <laughs> were we alive? <laughs> Harry, oh, sorry, Harry was DJing at Carousel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Carousel's good. Harry played Pelosi's <laughs> baptism. <laughs> oh, she was house. Okay, here it is. House Minority Leader in two thousand and three. That's what it so was. So where the hell was she? In po- she wasn't in politics till then, or no? She had to be. No, no, she was. She, was. she yeah. no, she's been just. She's basically she's been leeching moved, off this government much longer than she was born in forty. Professional lifetime. Yeah. So look at this. Watch this, guys. So she's she's been right before before you mentioned that. So she's been speaker of the house from two thousand and seven until two thousand eleven. I said and then, that yeah, and then and again in 2000. Until w- was my voice not clear enough? No, but listen, listen. It was too sexy for his ears. Mics. And then again, 2019 <laughs> till now. Bro, term limits. How old is this woman? 80 what? Two. 82? Oh, she is 82. But you look oh. it up and you announce it. 82, 82 years old. She's man. hot for 82. Do you think oh, she's... Yeah. You deal with 82-year-olds, right? <laughs> yeah. How many of your 82-year-olds are mentally all there? Majority. I have a hundred three year old that's more coherent than she is. Well, see, that's a big problem. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm not so that means we're gonna have to wait for another 20, years. 30 years. How do you feel? See, you're you're going, you're running into, you're running for Congress. Absolutely. How do you feel about term limits for that? I need to go. I, I, I honestly, it should be eight years at the and most, and that's it, and that's it. And you can never run again. No, why? Maybe a why, you're gonna get position. rich like her, be a hundred millions of well, dollars. I mean, think yeah, about like, it. No, if we man, were smarter, guys, we would have followed Pelosi's uh, uh, investments, and all of us would have been millionaires by now. We didn't do it. You can't blame her. She was. Well, that's she, her. It's all available for you to follow. You, you say it like that, but she says the same thing, and she means it. Yeah, yeah I know. She's like, well, I'm. You know, this is my right. I'm here well, doing. You this. know what surprised me I when AOC called her out? When she AOC did. out of everybody had to oh, call out boy. Nancy Pelosi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, f- yeah, the fly yeah. on shit. No, because <laughs> you know, because she's making that, rubbing that dollar together, and they're making money. Of course. Oh yeah, and and it's but and that's it's, not. You guys, we're all yeah. so jealous of her husband being so rich. Stop it. I didn't mean Stop. Guys. <laughs> oh, he's another jo- rich guy. I'm Joseph sure. says he's, either he's term limits or completely ban lobbying. Ooh, that would be sick. Okay, now Imagine? I got a really good question for okay. you, Patrick. Yeah. Lobbying. Shoot. You brought up a great one. Yeah. 
would you uh, would you accept uh, sponsorship from bigger corporations? No, Thank because you. they don't go for people. They're not the people. They're only going for their own wealth, and I couldn't do that. Which was a great uh, question. George. Put me back. <laughs> yeah, put me back into being homeless as a kid or something like that. Mike, they didn't do anything for me back then because that was not their plan. So if they're going to say for me, am I going to take big sponsorship? Why? Why wouldn't you? Uh, no, that's just not right. You know, I, I'm like, don't, I wouldn't even be doing this if that was the case. Now, I, I, you've been a deputy for 23 years, right? Yes, I have. So in 23 years, you've you've seen a, a lot. lot more than the average person has. Yeah, I've right? seen people do good things. I've seen people do bad things. So know. what? I mean, what is people's perspective out there really? When, when you're dealing with, because you deal with kind of bottom of the barrel. You may deal with certain, I'm sure, domestic stuff. or Of course. Or, or, or right? Yeah. Uh, less, I guess, uh, uh, lighter lighter infractions or whatever you guys call it. But for the most part, you're, you're dealing with, uh, you know, street criminals and people who are doing something against the law. So what is their perspective on all of this and how ha, ha, how has it changed over the last twenty three years? Because With a lot has changed for us personally in twenty three oh, yeah, yeah. years, um, as far as regulations, policies, and everything. I'm not just talking about cost of living and whatever we've uh, faced financially, mm-hmm. but what what is the perspective on people out there? Uh, my perspective on people out there, it's people need us out there. So if we're not out there to do our job, um, how when you call actually and you do need help, who's going to come save you? So my perspective is there's a lot of good people out there, you know, and I think that's the majority of people. It just um, we we're just living in this uh, crazy time where, you know, crime is, you know, it's n- not something that is consequences for anymore. So perspective has changed, you know, definitely has changed for a lot of people because now they may have seen, you know, they voted in the Gascon type people and stuff like that where, you know, it was – they had a lot more, you know, love for oh, or just more sympathy for people going in jail, being in there so long, and it, it's it is pretty sad when you see people go in and out of jail system, in and out. So I understand that, but you know, being lax on the crime, you know, that's let's not do this. Let's not let's get rid of three strikes. Let's get you know, let's make it less able for people to be locked up all the time, and then generally came swinging around to the other side with Gascon not doing pretty much anything. So now the perspective is has changed. It's your safety, um, my family's safety, your guy's family's safety. And, you know, you go out somewhere, um, who's going to say that there's not going to be a, sh- a mass shooting somewhere or anything like that where you can actually protect yourselves, you know, and if you guys are uh, able to get CCWs and things like that, you know. Um, so we inquired, no answers. Oh, well, still, still let me help you waiting. out there. But. Those things, imagine you have CCW and just, okay, we'll, we'll use uh, Idaho, Texas, Florida, whatever. Um, you have to understand that if you do commit crimes or you're going to go and rob somebody, you better be prepared because they may be armed as well. You so, have less crime in areas that have more CCW. That's correct. Look at it. Right? I, I lived in but Arizona. They don't, the Democrats and liberalists don't believe that. So you yeah. you got to take the guns away from the good people, right? <laughs> Un- no. Un- until... Their home is broken into until, but or until know. a high-powered Democrat goes to a major 
political speaking event and they got 35 security guards with mm-hmm. all of them that are all armed. Oh, yeah. And they're armed. That, to the that's team. when the Second are, Amendment. Are, are comes they armed with assault rifles or some of them oh, are super soakers? Oh, they're assault <laughs> shooters super, or nerf In your gun, eye. or nerf guns with thumbtacks on them. <laughs> Levix is that's dangerous. armed. But no, it is it, Levix in Vegas, bro. No, he's he, in Nevada. He he's always yeah. armed. Well, you, I mean, there's parts of Arizona. I, I lived in Arizona for a couple of years, and there was parts of Arizona. If you left the, the Phoenix area an hour into the more rural areas, you had everybody with guns. Yeah, everybody and everyone's. But hold on, CCWs or or sh- no, 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 it's open carry right there. Like, yeah. just simply open carry, and everyone respects one another much more. But people you have were friendlier communities. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you do. There's a lot of people. respect over there. Yes, Ooh, you better believe and it. You better not st- get out there. You know, take it and easy. How's it going? These, pe- <laughs> these people were like literally living Attaboy. in a type of environment where they actually got gas and then went inside and paid. We can't do that here. Can you do that in LA? No, they got rid of that, that here because that they couldn't do it. There was no trust. Well, fill up right. the gas and go inside. It's, it's like the well, grocery stores in Armenia. They would write That's your okay. name. That's changed. Oh, you just go to the store and take whatever they want. IOUs, four cherries. Twelve rubles. Bring it next week. Bring, bring it next. My time. rent is. N- I don't have rent. <laughs> don't worry about it. But Everything's okay. Going back on that, you know, I I think that with Second Amendment, it's necessary now. And the sheriff, sheriff in the Welba, is he's he's getting them out there. It's maybe CCWs. Uh, CCWs yeah. Yeah, we we discussed that. that with him. Now, is there? Uh, do you, Patrick? Do you believe in specific guns being outlawed or capacity on magazines? Well, let me ask you this question. Do criminals have that law? For no, them? no, of course not. So why do we have it? Thank because you. Because right. Sheriff Villanueva was going around somewhat against answer. the whole AR-15. AR-15 assault rifles. Yeah. He said no. there's no need for assault rifles. There's no need for that. So there's well, hold on. Again. I'm not assaulting let, you. Let's not call so it assault rifle. Thing. Because assault rifle is, is it's such a stupid... I'm sorry. It's such a stupid Isn't that term. what AR stands for? No. What does it stand for? <laughs> what does it stand for? Assault rifle. No, no, it doesn't. There's it does actually, not. it means something else. See, art, art. That is artillery. a miscon- uh, misnomer, misconception. AR actually is. Uh, should I forget the first one? Artillery. Guys, um, uh, well, let me put it this way: There's how many politicians have been around where they've said that? Armalite. Bi- Biden. Biden mentioned that as well. Armalite, right? You know, you know, Armalite. Yeah. There you go. You don't need a What's gun. You don't, you don't need a gun that holds a hundred magazines. 100, 100 clips in the magazine and shoot, shoots up wriggle. shoots up a place. It's like, come on, man. That's not that's I don't not think how he it could works. even hold one right now. Who? Biden. Bro, Biden can't hold himself. He can't even hold right his own. Here, let me help you. Yeah, literally. He today, can't even hold t- his own. Today, in the Trump bathroom. hit a hundred eighty-five foot hole in one. Trump no shit. You really? You think? You think? How old is Trump? He's like. You think Biden had one of those magnetic golf balls? He's doing that. You think Biden can actually hold a a, uh, what do you call it? No, no like break. I said, I don't think Biden uh, can hold himself in the What do you call, call the no, golf stick? I, so. I forgot what it was called. Ghost stick? <laughs> Ghost? Club? The club, uh-huh. yes. You think Biden can well, even carry? Biden can't co- hold a, <laughs> his own rocking chair, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Dude, did you see him at... I'll never forget that video you posted Poland, where he's blind, where it shows it shows <laughs> Trump walking in, and you have Bulgaria's, Romania's president. Oh, yeah, pushes yeah. him aside. Excuse me. Fixes his suit. Yeah. And all of a sudden, pads, pads Did you see over. the look on their faces? They're like, yeah, they're like, holy yeah. shit, you know, yeah. who's this? And then you show it shows Biden, he goes, he's, he's walking a blind man. Or I'm sorry, the blind man's probably walking in. <laughs> and he goes, where, where are 
I'm not going to be. You want me to stand here? <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Damn. This is who this is who's leading our country. I'm telling you, man, all this shit that's going down. You see the strings on top of them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> holding them up. Yeah. All the shit that's going down. And last week it showed Iran attacking, you know, the American consulate in Iraq, the bombs that were dropped there. I'm telling you, these people are seeing weakness in our government, and they're going, you know what? It's time. It's time. Oh, no, but I don't believe everything you see, bro. Yeah. I think he proved his dominance when he visited the military over the weekend. Oh, oh yeah. Did you see the way yes. he just took the first slice of pizza? No. Did you guys see? Let me, let me wait for everyone else to get fed, right? <laughs> no. You're about to eat? You're, you're about to eat. Well, he, I should be sitting he, down to eat. Even the way he eats, I swear, he just reminds me of... Well, it's like, okay. His, uh, <laughs> your patience. his team is going to apologize for that. Right. And, you know, so they're going to say, oh, no, 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 we, yeah, let's apologize for that. It's, it's, it's cr- you guys want something scarier? Sure. Oh. One bad heartbeat, and we have Kamala <laughs> Harris replacing you. Uh. How much more scary Ooh. is that shit? You're, you're, you're How much more scary is that? Her, scarier than Halloween horror. Her so. meeting in Poland was like the most embarrassing oh, I've ever think about I've it. ever witnessed yeah. in my life. I think. Or was, seriously, why are why are they doing that? How a fri- come we a can, friend. They in, want us to. Look here's her. Here's her famous yeah. quote: "A friend crazy. in need is a friend indeed." <laughs> Is that what like, she said? Should I go yeah. first? You oh go first. God. You want to go first? Like, Hold on. I'm the prime minister of Poland is asking, like, how are you going to help us? And, you know, like, what's your plan? And she's, like, looking at him like, am, me? I, am I going to go fr- first? Are a you gonna friend f- in need well, is a friend indeed. That was that? after she looked uh, at him like, who uh. goes first, me or you? And then he's like, well, you're here from the U.S., the most powerful country in the world as we You want me to shut up and you can tell? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then that's when she said that. And she laughed, <laughs> and she laughed. Oh, yeah, that's Bro, what she I does. S- I, I, I well, I she couldn't get on her knees, so she had to laugh. Oh, off, right, low blow. I pull. I pull. Hey man, <laughs> hey, think man. about how, hey, how good does what she you, have to be? What you talking about to get all the way to vice president? Yeah, she had to be pretty. Well, good. just imagine, <laughs> like you said, just Damn. go back. Imagine that happening. I can't because I know that's not going to happen. I just wish they back. will never let her be. They the powers that that control them. Trust oh, me. See, well, I like the way you never. think. You know, there is. Do you yeah. believe the presidents are elected or selected? I'm gonna say they were elected at one point, but they, as you know, I uh, and I believe my opinion is they're selected. Do you yeah. believe 81 million Americans voted for Biden? Well, if you count the uh, people in the graves and uh, you know, and you double, triple, <laughs> quadruple vote, then yeah, no, I don't believe that. Bro, he he got more votes in black communities than Obama did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you he believe did. that? That's it's, it's amazing, it's unbelievable. So I mean, can you? I mean, the word is completely fraudulent. And, and the know, funny so thing yes. was, a couple. But, you know, we can't say that. Right? Yeah, a couple months ago, a couple months ago, Edgar and I were literally driving to. We took we took an Uber to uh, a documentary. Forty five days. Uh, it was about the Artsakh War, and the Uber driver was an African American man from jersey probably in his like what mid 40s yeah really nice guy from jersey from jersey he's a jersey guy coolest dude cool guy bro like at the time obviously covid was around you had to wear the mask but you know edgar and i (laughs) sat 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 in the uber he we were fine and bro this man vented to us oh my god he vented to you guys are great Great people for that happening because you know you needed to be that therapist at the time. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, and yeah. it was to the point where we were, and we asked him. We said, 
Dude, did your family vote for the recall and all this stuff? Yeah, well, of course we did. None of us voted for Biden. <laughs> Dude, it's like, what the hell happened? Mm. What happened? And episode 72 got pulled because of this conversation. But And, I, and I'm hoping this, this episode doesn't get pulled. But uh, Don't pull it. Leave it alone. Once, um, well, I'm sorry, 172 got pulled because oh. of this conversation. But, you know, Pedro Sajin, who was on our show, said that nobody was expecting Trump to win. No, they weren't. They didn't believe he was going to. And, yeah, and they already had a party set aside for yeah. Hillary. Yeah, yeah, of course. And Bro, then the they had the came. they had the Trump second they had the Trump first place t shirts sent to Morocco and Congo and all the Africa and they're all still of Africa. wearing it over there. Yeah, they're probably still wearing it over there. But it's literally like the Super Bowl second place t shirts, bro. It's all in Africa. And this guy pulled it off. And yeah. they were like okay, They didn't we, expect it. And they were like, We gotta he's and, gonna win again. We gotta but, we gotta figure something out for twenty twenty. Oh, guys, Joel, we're talking about Trump. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. We're talking about Trump, but I see a lot more problems in the Republican Party as well as the Democrat Party. Now, before Trump came into the picture, the Republican Party was on oh, they the verge him. of collapse. Yeah. No, they, they had nobody to offer. Yeah. Nothing. Oh, they did. They, they, had, they, they had a bunch of, you know. Yeah, people that would fall in line with the yeah, Democrats. Exactly. Don't forget, majority yeah, two years, two years of Trump's presidency, he was fighting the Republicans and yeah, at the same was. time uh, fighting the Democrats. Amazing. Now, yeah, it, it, for for me, the this establishment stuff, oh, is on both sides. It is, and and then the term limits it, it applies to them as well. Oh, of course. So it, it has to be a, you know across the board. So term limits, a lot of them shouldn't even be there if that's that that's the case, and well, it should be the case. Well, yes. term limits were put into place after FDR. Franklin Delano Roosevelt was with with the one president that sat for three terms but didn't make it his third term. Right. So as soon as you know he was gone, it was kind of like you know. The United States kind of stepped back. So and what said, you're saying is we have to wait till Pelosi passes away and then we can get term limits. I mean, shit, Congress? man. Well, we can change that in November. Yes, I think we can. Right? If and we I take, believe that according completely. to Joe, if we take over the House and Senate, yep, and then elect Trump as the Who's spe- we? speaker of I the House, I will never ever see myself as a Republican. So I'm not a part of the. Repu- I, I well, feel like they're both they're, horrible, they're, equally Ed, Ed, horrible. Ed, you saying that doesn't solve the problem. It doesn't. Which one was the wop wop wop? Oh, good one. I swear, I have other friends who every time they're both the same shit. They are the they're same. They're both shit, the same bro. shit. Does does that? Make you feel like you're enlightened and you no. figured something out that no, no, nobody no. else it's just knows. So you're never going to get to a solution. Okay, if you did don't you look live the better? Problem, did you bro. live better during Trump's era or now? And I'm not. I'm not trying to piggyback on Trump. Not and say, only for myself, as a, Americans, we all live better under Trump. Trump. Okay, but do you really think, think it was Trump, Trump running the country? But think about it this way: Bush was Republican. Right? I understand. Did you really Bush think Jr. it was, was Republican? Did you bro? really think it was Trump running the country? Majority of it when he oh. was president, yes. He he what do you mean? It was, bro. It was. It was You're saying the Republicans were running everything. That's no, why everything was kosher. It was oh. the people. No. It was the people he had enough. No. Had basically backing his him up. Cabinet. His staff. His cabinet. Yes. He had a good. He had a good. That has nothing cabinet. to do with the RNC, bro. The, I understand. The what RNC you're saying. is it could, wrong. it could have been a shitty Republican president, but with a good cabinet. It's just Trump was a nice face to it. Nice which orange face. Literally. <laughs> And what happened was he put a bunch of mean tweets out, got a bunch of people riled up, but he had a good cabinet, bro. That's what it was. There you <laughs> go. Nice New York. The man himself. 
There you go. He looks good. Well, Patrick's not running for president, so let's no, get back I, to I some am, local I, issues. Yeah, well, yeah. after the eight years, eight, eight years in Congress, then Patrick might have plans for the White yeah, House. Yeah. And I, it, is, it is I'm, you and Schiff only. You know? No. No, no, it's not. There's a few other people running. Oh, okay, who do we got to take oh, out? Oh, we got to take out Everybody's going to take this here. here. We have at least three or what, about four or five Republicans running. We have about three or I want to say about four Democrats. We got an independent. We have a Green Party, so we do have a fair number of people. And so you're running as a Republican. I'm running as a Republican. Yes, okay. uh, and that's more easier for me to okay. do. Because and how I can how can lines. people basically support you? How can people donate to your campaign? How can people get a hold of you? Basically, website. So we do have a website. Yes. Get, plug it. Plug it. Let's plug it. Okay, Patrick Lee Gibson. So. My last name is as a P as in Paul, so G, uh, Patrick, L-E-E, Gibson, G-I-P-S-O-N, four, not the number, but F-O-R, congress.com. There you so go. That is my website. Okay, so you can so find me on Instagram. Uh, I believe you can find us on Facebook now. Okay. We're going to yes. put, put that in the body right now, and then when the podcast is over, I'll plug it into the actual body of the- uh, Thank of you. The, I appreciate that. Of course. Is that it? Is that it? Nuna will probably Patrick see it before Lee us. Gibson that looks good. For Congress. Patrick Lee Gibson for you Congress. You see it, Nuna? Or are you recording? Okay, she's recording. She's, she's in my recording. Okay, so. Clean up on aisle 46. Because yes. that, that's, that's what we want. Obviously, if there's a good candidate mm-hmm. involved, we want to make sure that the support is there, the backing is there. Right. Uh, where else are you going to be speaking? How can people meet you? How can people talk, do like a meet and greet Q&A? Right. Where else do we got? Because this is just a podcast platform where people are going to basically tune in and uh, listen to it. Kind of obviously message us and then yeah. we'll get them in touch with you. Get in touch with us, message us, uh, DM us, whatever. I don't care. Uh, we're I want to talk to people and know what their problems are, what their issues are. So I'm gonna listen. Where's yeah, your next appearance? Next appearance, we are doing a was it April third? We're doing a Jeep convoy. So if you have a Jeep and want to come out and join us, it's a fundraiser. Uh, we'll come out. We're gonna. Ha- I think we're at the end of it. We're gonna have it. We're going to meet somewhere, a barbecue or something like that. There We're going to meet at a restaurant. But we can't come, boy, with the Vespas? Um, <laughs> you put it, I can tow you up from you my can, Jeep. He'll you know, put it in the back of his Jeep. Put it on top or something. But, pull you up. Or maybe we can soup it up a little bit, you know, yeah. so you can Ooh, look at that. See, but imagine. You, but you are on social media. Yes. yes. Okay. You yes. are on social Absolutely. media. Uh, you are on... Uh, wh- where else? Where else can we No, people? he's no social media. He's no... Just a newspaper publication <laughs> <laughs> homing pigeon <laughs> you ask and get me on social media twitter, oh, twitter yes twitter, we we're on go. twitter as well so i forgot okay. about that one youtube page is coming up so this is something like i said i i never wanted to do but it i was called to do this because of what was going on and losing our freedoms lack of just choices well right? i mean look at it this way man you you said it yourself you weren't a politician no. and you're basically starting from zero Right. Today, like, what was it? How long did you st- did you basically put your foot down and say, this is what we're doing? Yeah. A year ago? Three months. Not even that. So uh, I would say the beginning of January. Oh, you know, shit. thinking about it. But three months three ago, months. basically. Yeah. And so far, we've, we've come some, we've come pretty far from that during that time. So I'm an impressed because, again, like you were saying, what Trump didn't do it by himself. I am not doing this by myself. I have a lot of good people helping me. I have, have a my good wife. Team? I have a good team. And they're all, they're all, want me to win you know it's not because they want me to win per se but they're going to win by uh, by me winning their family's going to win 
their their kids are gonna win all the other stuff because we got to take the mandates out. The state's gonna win. Oh. We got we got to get you in front of we got to get you in front of more Armenian people. The, yeah, we got to get you in front of more Armenian love, people. You know, and basically, so you can make better horovats than me. So. No, <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing, bro. Fuck the horovats, man. It, it's to the point where we like steak. It, it, Ma- Manny Koshman <laughs> makes great horovats. Oh <laughs> <No>. my god, <laughs> stop! It it it's it sucks saying this. If but Manny sees this, this he's never. Yeah, gonna he'll, maybe he'll come on the podcast. But it sucks saying this. But I, I, I like Adam Schiff has become the default as far as Sadly. being voted for. For District Thirty, District Twenty, whatever well, he's manipulating it is, manipulating. Yeah, the, the, the people. We want we sure. want to get that shit out. We want basically people to open their eyes and see what's really going on, and have this guy not be the default. As in, like when you see Adam Schiff, not to praise him and go, "Oh, it's Adam Schiff! Oh my God, he's for the Armenian people." The Armenian? No, he's yeah. he's not for it. Well, he here's here's one friend, of the things. My kids you. are Armenian, right? Yes. My wife's Armenian. I want to go visit Armenia before it gets taken over more by another country. So that's one of the things that I want to protect. I want to protect that culture, and that's my, I want my kids to see that stuff because I want I wanted them to go visit. I want, they've never been there, and I want to go see that. I want them to learn where they come from because it's important to me to have good trade and you know support other countries Absolutely. like that. But we have to do something about it other than just I wrote a letter or I suggested we give you uh, you know million dollars or something like that. It's not going to work. So we actually have to have people. You know, like myself, who would want to come in, stabilize that country and work with them and create trade. You know, I'd rather, you know, buy something from Armenia than China. Right. So if we can build up economies like that and spread it all throughout the world, then we don't have. Um, Patrick, I know you would like to, but it's it's not feasible. Well, I'm not that ter- type of person. I will try. And I'm not and I'm not I'm going to continue to make on sure. specific items, yeah. but we'll the yeah. variety that China Never provides know. no one in this world. Well, right now, can provide. Then we have to create it, you know, yes, and it's, that's, it's, it's doable. It's doable. It. I think it is, you know, so we can do that and they can actually protect themselves and not use, you know, Putin just as and Russia for, you know, their backing. Right. Can, it could be done. You just got to get rid of, obviously, the greed that's involved. And that's in almost every country, every country, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Anything else before we. Uh, my girl asks, um, did, did you guys have any involvement or organizing the perk lawsuit for LA County? Yes, yes, uh, absolutely. I'll tell you about that one right now. So me and my wife, um, we are the ones that actually started that that lawsuit for with perk. So we got a hold of Amy Bond. Tell us about that. Um, and I saw that the, the, they started putting all the mandates and stuff started coming out. And I was like, what the hell is going on? This is all hitting us all of a sudden. So everyone just kind of <laughs> breaks one on. And like, what's what's happening? Are we gonna have a job? So basically, for me, I was like, oh no, 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 we 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 can't just stop and do nothing about this. I saw LAPD getting a Zoom call, and they had about three hundred some people on their call or something like that. I was like, oh, sheriff's department, we can do better. We can get people going. So I asked Nune, uh, my wife Nune, to get a hold of Amy Bond from Perk, and we already were talking with them and helping them out with their um, rallies and stuff like that because. We deal with the security aspect of that. What's PERC? Um, so PERC, let's see, Parental Educational Protection. I'm sorry. I always get that wrong. Protection of, what is that again? There you go. Protection of Educational Rights of Children. So um, I, that, that one always escapes me. But we got in touch with PERC. Amy Bond, she's head of PERC, and I asked her, 
are we able to do this? Can we get a lawsuit? Can, is this something feasible that we can do? She said, yes. I was like, that's all I needed to hear. So I started talking to all my partners. Look, we need to get, I need to get names. I need first name, last name, phone number, emails, all of that information because I need to get that into Perk and we need to build uh, a team. We need to build thousands of people. So we actually vetted Scott Street, who was a first attorney on this whole thing. So me and my wife and Amy, we're the, we're the first three that actually started this whole thing, the whole movement. And now it's um, this movement has gone from about what was it, 400 people on our first, um, first Zoom because everyone was desperate to know what are we going to do. Are we going to have religious exemptions? Is that going to help? You know, obviously, you know, a lot of those got you know, canceled and pushed away. It's like, no, we're not going to accept that now. So where's your rights? So that's how we all came in. We didn't do this for our own name. We didn't care. I actually didn't want people to know that, you know, we were in, in involved or started this whole thing. I wanted, you know, people to, you know, see that the real things that are going on are the, the, the rights being taken away. I don't want to take any credit, you know, for that stuff. I wanted people to understand that I'm beyond that. I don't care for it. But um, we were the ones that did start that. So now... LA, you have L.A. County, you have Santa Clara County, you have San Diego County, Long Beach, um, Fire and their uh, police department, Beverly Hills. So it, it, got, it grew so big. We're over, what I think, what, 20-some thousand people. Are, it's up there now. So there's, there's a ton of people in there now. So we, we started that movement. My wife is heavily involved into that, and she helps uh, with, with that stuff. It's just we're always on Zoom calls. She's always on there helping uh, Amy organize things. So that's like... Amy Bond's right hand nice. woman right here. So it, it, we've had Amy, Amy on the show, as yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. She's Last a great year woman. we had her on the show. She's a fighter. She Definitely is a fighter. And because the, there's ten dish, different um, uh, bills that they're trying currently to right now. Yeah, that that's what's coming bills, down. Right, and there are no, so none of them are good for kids. Kids, businesses, police officers. Yeah, uh, it's a bunch of bullshit, bro. You know, so what they're doing is taking your rights away and. Again, a one-party rule. There's no no one to stop them. You know, so if you want your kids to be, you know, protected, uh, no medical freedom, protected, man. Yeah, we want them protected, not you know, experimented on. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Um, anything else before we call it a show? Call it a show. Annette was asked. No. Tell me. Tell tell us, Nuna. Yeah, Nunez was asking yes. about volunteers. Yeah, we, we um, need volunteers because we need to walk uh, the whole district. Okay, how can people. we get a, how can we get a hold of you guys for volunteers? Same way with the website. Website. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you guys DM us, DM them on Instagram. Absolutely. Uh, I'll I'll plug all their information on the body of uh, the YouTube channel as well. There's also but, a phone number. Uh, yeah, they're following us on IG. Phone number? Any phone number? Yeah, that it's could? on the website. It's so on the website. The, so the website okay. you see on your page right now. Yeah. If you're watching. So Patrick Lee Gibson for Congress dot com. All the information you need will be there. Yes. Uh, we'll put a link to that on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, on our Instagram page, so you guys could follow that link as well. Everything you need is there. Uh, let me put it to you guys this way. If that's rocket science for you, DM us, and we'll get you in touch with them. It's, it's as simple as that. What does DM mean? Direct message us. Okay. Or PM it? us. Private message us. PM? What about AM? What does that mean? Armenian message us. Oh. Ooh, ooh. 
What else can I you tell came you? Came up with that pass. I, I know I had to, bro. It was gotta, good. You gotta think on the you spot. Gotta answer. Yeah, you gotta answer on the spot. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you see, it just it just happens right away. But uh, Patrick, you said you had questions for us. Oh, I did. I wanted to it. actually when I first saw all this stuff, I wanted to know what drove you guys to <coughs> to get together, put this whole podcast and everything together. To have a voice here. What was that that camel that broke the straws back on for well, I don't know for maybe it was different for each of you. Yeah. But yes, what yes, the yes. hell made you guys have this voice now? I, I would love to hear that. For Arno, it was to promote his real estate services. <laughs> He's the only one that makes money out of wise. That's <laughs> good to get say escort services. <laughs> That's after midnight. He has his escort services after midnight. Oh uh, jeez. Believe it or not, the the person who was organized who organized all this is no longer with us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, it was it, it was literally just it, we were originally four people. Okay. And uh we kind of would you know message each other on Instagram and when someone posts something on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it was, our comments always made sense. to Our comments were always there. And then all of a sudden, I don't remember who, even who it was. They said, uh, you guys should start a podcast. And mind you, this is like 2018. And uh, this is BC as well. Yeah, this is oh. BC. Oh, well, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Well, Pelosi See, was not I'm speaker of the house. lingo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know... We at at the time we kind of just brushed it off. We were like, oh, you know, what podcast, what this, what that. And How do you do a podcast? How's yeah, that? and then you know, we, we started we, we, audio. I, to be honest with you, we don't even remember how we connected. Do you guys remember how we connected? Yeah. How? I don't know, Facebook. We, I mean, we all knew each other. It's not like no, yeah. but I mean, was it was it a group message or was it like one? I don't even remember. No, it was a. Well, you weren't included were, in the messages. In it the was a, it was a, <laughs> it was a group conversation on a Facebook post that then led to a group text. Yeah, yeah and then true. yeah, I guess that's and, and then, then the pretty much from a, gr- a comment on Facebook, someone mentioned a week after that we all met, and a week after that we started the audio only podcast. Was it called Wise Nuts back then or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was. We had a, we had a cheesy logo. We're, we had. We were gonna go with the four horsemen, bro. <laughs> Thank God we didn't do that. Horse with three hooves, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, it's like we're, it's a handicap horse. <laughs> the amputee. Amputee. <laughs> Stop. But, uh, Stop. Yeah, we're all going to hell. But uh, but, oh, has another but it was there. It was primarily because of uh, see for 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 example, for me personally, I've never cared for politics. Prior to Trump, I probably didn't know who was the president or. I, Never, no. ever, you care at that point? never right. affected me at all. I, I could care less. But then when when he was starting to run for office, I realized there's so much. I started paying attention more as far as so much bullshit is being presented to people. And that was part of the reason why I wanted to have a voice to, to kind of voice my opinion about all this. Otherwise, prior to that, Bush, Clinton, Reagan, whoever. Nothing, no nothing. I think that I, goes for all of us. For me, it was more like uh, I was thinking to myself, if we ever do this and we get to the point where we get censored, to me, that was then like... you're on. It's yeah, a, it was a badge of it. honor in a yeah, sense. I would say so, so. go ahead. Censor me all you want. Yeah. So we've always stuck yeah, with uh, the thing about not having this going out of proportion, not getting huge sponsors or right. going into anything... That requires signatures because we like to keep this pure as possible. And I think you guys should keep it that way because it's it's genuine. I look, you know, for it's, me, it's conversation. Yeah, it is. And uh, 
you know, anybody who reaches out to us and says, you know, we want to be on it, and, you know, when we initially do the conversation with them, we say, you know, it's not an interview. This is strictly, it's conversation. Yeah. We sit yeah. down and we just, we talk. And I know probably the first maybe two to five minutes with you kind of felt a little different until you forgot that, holy shit, there's a soundboard here, there's a microphone in front of me, and there's a camera right there. And yeah, it's conversation. Yeah, absolutely. that's what it is. Yeah. And that's the one thing, unfortunately, that I, I've noticed about, for example, PVD's podcast. Yeah. I don't listen to it as much as I used to. It's an the interview. F- the format has changed. Yeah. It's an it, interview. Yeah, it's to com- it's turned into an interview, whereas before it was a conversation. And now he's combined the interviews he used to do with the podcast, so it's like an interview podcast. It's a Q&A now, man. Yeah. It's, it's just, a Q&A. It, it, you know, Ger- Gerard is no longer there. Remember that? The heavy set guy. Set guy. Gentleman. Uh, yeah. Adam's there. The other ones, when Tom's there, he does, he speaks for like eighteen seconds in the two hours. Yeah, uh, it's it's completely changed. Scripted. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, necessary. there's no script yeah. here, man. It's yeah. just it's it's all it's except all the one real. we gave you before you came. Oh well, I appreciate that one. <laughs> no, it's all it's all real talk. Turn the teleprompter off. Uh, it's all real talk. It's oh, all man. just uh, it's just all you know. It's it's real conversation. Speaking right? of teleprompter, man, I, I was gonna post this a few weeks Come ago. On, See, man. I forgot about it. Come on, man. They're like. On, Instead man. of Biden reading the teleprompter, why don't they just turn the pe- teleprompter and we'll read the damn thing ourselves? <laughs> absolutely right. You're really yeah, absolutely faster. Right. It'll be a lot <laughs> less painful. I'm tired of him <laughs> squinting trying to read that shit. Yeah. Or why don't they just give him a bigger teleprompter? We can't see it or anyway. <laughs> why do they do it? Or when he sweat, reads it, walk, like walk away. Oh, make it big. Let the guy see what he's Studio doing. audience yeah. wants walk to know. Walk away before Putin attacks. Wait, wait, and if you've got hair on your legs... Go swim in the pool with young girls. You yeah. should, you should, I what should stop talking, talking now. You should, you should stop talking. I should stop talking. Oh, jeez, man. I hate when he whispers. I hate when he whispers. He says something, he says something important. He goes, gotta start doing the right thing. Yeah, as if it's yeah. so important. So yes. important. He was at a concert night before, right? Is that why he was yeah. doing it? Yeah. Jesus Christ. He's yelling. Levick, Levick has a good answer as to why we started all this. He said we just wanted to get out of the house on Monday. Oh, I think that I was already... That may have been... I there. had we my were, Wednesday night. We were out already anyways. Yeah. Yeah. No, this Monday night thing was is something where it's uh, with a lot of our followers. And you guys, we want to seriously give a big shout out to every single one of you guys that we see you. We really do. Every single one of you guys that tune in on Mondays. And Except for John. Except for oh yeah, John's been MIA, but uh, <laughs> where's and, John? And the rest of you guys as well that watch it after, because we see the views all of a sudden just, you know, they skyrocket up after today's show. You know, on your drives to work, you know, also, listening to it at work on the drive home, wherever it is. We thank every single one of you. Also, guys. Also, please go ahead, share, like, subscribe. <laughs> yeah, a lot of you guys are supporting us when you appreciate it, but we need more eyes to see and more. Yeah, what's going on what's and going and the on people here. that we're bringing on and like we said, uh, guys, go to Patrick's website, Patrick Lee Gibson for Congress dot com. Thank you. Uh, follow Patrick. Give him our, your support. If if you want to be, you know, part of his campaign as you know a volunteer, reach out to them. They'll set it up. If you want him to go speak somewhere. Reach out to them. They'll yep. set it up. 
Uh, we got to get this guy in front of as many people as we can to it. get out shifty shit out of office. Sorry for the language, but hey, we don't cuss here. It's after it's after nine p.m., so the kids are sleeping. It's, it's midnight Some on the East yeah. Coast. It's midnight exactly. But I want to thank you guys for being who you guys are and what you're doing, and it's a service that really needs to be done, and you guys are doing it. And I'm just happy and proud. Hey, dude, you got you guys. You, hey, listen, Seriously, man, you know, you, first time you meeting you. You have yeah, our you have our support. We just hope you don't forget us when you get up. Oh, there. no, no. And I'm speaking as I'm on, coming on, back on, on a positive. He's going to reach out to you. Yeah. Hey, this okay. man, this yeah. man will hey, reach out. I, I, I have this zoning <laughs> issue in uh, Porter Ranch. <laughs> I got to I, I got to get a four story building up. Can you help me with that? Pat? Uh, sure thing. <laughs> Is that how sure I sound? <laughs> four stories. What the hell did four I sound like down? Well, I can't do your Does voice. it go down four stories? He would want The parking structure. Ru- Rudy Perez says, by the way, hi, and he says, I love that guy. You're a good man. Thank uh, you. Rudy Perez is a good man. Guys, really Vic's good man. right. God we bless. need a big billboard bless, on fellas. the Americana. At the Americana? Can we do uh, how much is that? Like five grand a month? Caruso's a friend of the show, so we maybe He's we can fr- make oh. it happen. Yeah, Let's r- talk to Caruso. Then. Hey, Ricky. Make Ricky, it come on down. Ricky. How, how was it in the, what, what movie were we talking about? Oh, <laughs> Nacho Libre. Yeah, what was that? Decadence. We got to put that on one of these. That needs to go on here, <laughs> right? Decadence. Oh, uh, well, large chips. Men. We'll, men we'll figure out the uh, LGBTQ soundboard later. Uh, Sometimes men wear stretchy pants. <laughs> Just for fun. Jeez. <laughs> uh, guys, thank, thank you, you so much for tuning in. Thank Again, you. Patrick, Nuna, thank you guys, both of you. For, you know, taking time out of your Monday to be with us. Uh, today's podcast will be on all major platforms. Manana, it'll be on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, anything else you can think of. All major platforms tomorrow. Uh, follow our daily memes. Our daily memes are up. We crack up when we're watching them. We're seeing them. <laughs> uh, other than that, have a great week. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you guys next Monday. Thank you. Yeah. Peace. And the Will Smith slap was fake. Oh, if yeah, you think I that mean. was real, go take play some, in, take go some play Prozac <laughs> and play in traffic. And go play on the 405. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> <laughs>